Hello again and welcome to a special edition of the Retro Wrestling Podcast. As me and Patrick will have a let's watch slash let's listen to NWA 70 from Nashville, Tennessee. I am intern Alex, joined as always by... The one and only, the greatest referee in professional wrestling history, Patrick Young. And Patrick, we've only done a live watch one other time, and it was for a terrible card uh, from WCW in 2000. And uh, now we're using the Fight TV app, F-I-T-E app, to watch NWA 70, where tonight's main event will feature Cody Rhodes taking on Nick Aldis, the rematch from All In, a best two out of three falls wins the NWA title match. A very, uh, very exciting... It's going to be a very exciting main event. Uh, I'm surprised it hasn't gotten more hype uh, than it has. It's not really been talked about a whole lot. Yeah, no, it hasn't. It's, uh... And the last-minute add-ons and everything, it's gotten so much more... Uh, it's gotten so big... A lot bigger than it was anticipated to be at first, and um, I love the facts, uh, the fact that anim- Road Warrior Animal is going to be there. Uh, Magnum TA is going to be presenting the new North American Heavyweight Championship. Yes, they're introducing the a, a mid-card belt. Um, I'm not a big fan of the outer sides of the belt. However, it's basically the exact same belt from the 1975 United States, NWA United States Championship, the one that is known mostly for for Piper, the original Sheik, and so on and so forth. Uh, It's a great, great title. I love the look. I love the way it, it is. It's a. Uh, it's just done very beautifully, and I can't wait. I really, I, I'm happy to see that formation, that kind of a title back. Not a big fan completely because it just looks like it has birds on the side, right? <laughs> I haven't really noticed the side plate design, but I do not like the red strap. But we'll see. It's a throwback to the U.S. belt. Because the U.S. belt had the red strap as well. So, I kind of, I mean, I like it, personally. It's a throwback to the Universal title. Well, yeah. Alright, here we go. The feed is now live. We are going to NWA 70. Oh, we're getting a bit of the pre-show here. A bit of the getting the crowd hype. Getting the crowd pumped. We are live from Chattanooga. No, I'm just <laughs> No, Nashville. This is the old asylum. This, it is. The old TNA asylum. They haven't cut the... They haven't started the video feed yet, so all we're getting is audio. So this is... Oh, here we go. Wow. Wow. Good Holy crowd. shit. Uh-oh. Oh, that was from that All was In. That was All In. I was like... <laughs> fuck, they crammed a lot of people into the asylum. That was All In. My bad. And now they're having technical difficulties. Classic uh, NWA, uh, WCW. Uh, the first kickoff's not always, you know, you expect a little bit of glitz here. I think this is the video they're playing to the audience while the announcer is talking, but they've cut the announcer's mic, so... Yeah, this is a bit strange. Uh, 
I might have to go up to the TV and crank up the audio. Courtesy of the Global Wrestling Network. Thank you, TNA, for all these clips of our belt. We appreciate it, because we don't have that many. Oh, he's clearing his throat, the announcer is. Oh, Jim. Jim is coughing and saying, I pressed the cough button, but nothing happened. This is great. This is awesome. I've already watched this hype video, by the way. I watched it earlier today. It's not... I think this was the 10 pounds of gold that they were showing. Okay, now are we going to start this thing, guys? Kick off! One of the biggest parts of... Here we go. That looks more like it. That's not yep. Tony Schiavone. Oh, three-man booth. For a hundred years, really, Jim? I can believe that. Joe Galley. Joe Galley. Now, who is Joe Galley? Are you aware? I assume that he is uh, Billy Corgan's uh, television show announcer or commentator. He's probably the lead commentator on NWA TV. So okay. But they need to turn up Tony's mic. Man, Tony Schiavone barely here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to move up to the. The TV, I think, and adjust it. This is a live recording of a podcast, by the way, so you're going to hear us setting drinks down. I'm going to get up for bathroom breaks. You got to adjust the volume. You got the you got your beer. I don't yeah. drink, so I got me a Coke. We're we're basically watching this live, and you're going to listen to us critique the hell out of it. Um, in all seriousness, though, while this thing's getting underway, oh, they just tossed to something that's not playing. Oh, there we go, with no audio. Jen Decker Jen with no Decker. audio. Guys, this is not how to start a show. Damn, I hate to tell rough. you. Oh. oh, Colt fucking Cabana. This is probably the best promo of the night, and we're not going to get to hear it. I swear I haven't done anything to the TV. This is all... I mean, that's why you heard the Jim Cornette mic check and stuff. This is all on their end. You heard... Yeah, that's true. I can only imagine what Colt is saying. Now they're laughing. You hear Tony... You're hearing bullshit chants from the crowd. That's good. Uh, let me look at the chat room, because they have a chat room here. Damn, turn the volume up. Wouldn't be a major eye pay-per-view without shit audio. <laughs> Cornette chants. Sammy. Oh, damn, she's going to interview the whole roster. We're going to miss all these. Guvara or Guvera? I was trying to I was trying to pronounce it myself. I wasn't one hundred percent sure. Oh man, this is uh turning out to be a real cluster so far with the audio. By the main event I'll probably get this sorted out. But right now on the screen I wonder if on the replay tomorrow, I wonder if they correct this. They go back. Wow, she is not looking she's like looking off screen. And now we go to a pre-tape from Scorpio Sky, his promo package that aired before we took the live feed. So, I guess they've given up on the actual show for the moment. And now we're going back to 
the chain of promos from all these guys. Unless maybe he didn't want to do an interview. But it shows him in the UFC gym. Scorpio Sky. He's pushing weights. He's he's training for football. Uh, for a wrestling match. Which I, I'm not sure is a good strategy. But okay. Jogging in the desert is though. Well yeah. Talk. This, it's humid. This all looks like uh, definitely video not shot by the NWA. This looks like video shot Ring by the UFC or Ring of Honor. Yeah, this uh, does not look like a NWA joint. Boy, wish I could hear it, but I but I can hear you. You can hear me. Uh, while we're having technical difficulties, we'll go ahead and talk about it. Um, Our fight card tonight, of course, Cody and Nick Aldis for the NWA World Championship. Two out of three falls. It's going to be legendary. We have the Women's Championship where Jazz will meet Penelope Ford. And then we have a tournament for the National Heavyweight Championship. Colt Cabana, Sammy Guevara, Scorpio Sky, Sam Shaw. Then we have Willie Mack, Jay Bradley, Ricky Starks, and Mike Pero. The winner of all that will meet... The winner of each of those two matches will meet for the National Heavyweight Championship. Then we have a Tim Storm versus Peter Avalon match, and a tag team open challenge as Crimson and Jax Dane with Road Warrior Animal will meet to be determined. So we'll see who answers their challenge. It'll probably be the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, the audio works for him. We've got a Fatal 4-Way match. So we're going to start with the National Heavyweight Qualifier. Look at all these rules. This is... uh. This reminds me of WCW when we get rules. Two-time four-way elimination match. I really didn't need a graphic to explain that, but okay. One-on-one man match. Hey, it went away. Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Comedy Mig Carter. Probably will not advance to the finals. We will never see him in WWE. Oh, well, no. I mean, yeah. A certain lawsuit probably uh, prevented that from ever occurring. He was mentioned in CM Punk's Pipe Bomb promo, so... And he was ringside at Money in the Bank 2011, so... Was he now? I did not know this. Yeah, those those two fans in the crowd that were cheering on Punk so much, that was like Colt Cabana and one other guy that was CM Punk's friend. Okay. Uh... Patrick, I'm going to ask you to go towards the television, and on the top of the television, to the left, not the right, the left two p- pairs of buttons are the volume. I'm going to fuck this up. All no, right, no. So there are going to the left. The left side with the two buttons. No, top, top of the top, TV. Left, top. left two buttons are the volume, like the two together. Let's get a flashlight because I don't want to screw up our feed here, baby. Woo! Yeah, that'll that'll clear things up for you because they're labeled. Yeah, that's that's probably good. Good for you. That's good. Yeah, I don't want to get too much audio on the podcast, I guess, but I still want to hear James E. Cornette and Tony's call. Sorry, didn't mean blind you with that light. Blinded by the light. Well, you know... This guy looks like a uh, guy that would wrestle down at TWE in Chattanooga. (laughs) Getting ready to shut down, by the way. Getting ready to shut down. They just had an event last night. Yeah, I've got my prepaid tickets, man. Someone gave them to me for Christmas. I need to use those things up, then, if that's the case. Who gave them to you for Christmas? 
Uh, it was at a radio station. We had a gift exchange, and somebody was like, "Oh, you like wrestling? Here, here's a bunch of tickets." There you go. We need to go. We'll go sometime. We'll, I just, we'll just I told you I was uncomfortable because the first time I went, Jaden Newman wrestled with an erection, allegedly, uh, and it was very strange. It was a night you were working, but you didn't work his match. So. Fans listening to this don't even know who that is. So well, they can they can Google. Don't uh, the next big thing, Jaden Newman. Don't, don't, don't. And so now Scorpio Sky is making Scorpio his Sky. Entrance. Boy, they are filling time here. This is like Undertaker level entrances as far as time. So in all tr- in all seriousness, though, this is my pick here for this really? match. Yes. This is your pick, because that's exactly where... You knew where I was going with it. You read my mind. I yeah, gonna I figured say, you all, were going to say, in all seriousness, this is the only guy that can win this match. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you literally... We have, we've been friends way too long. So, you... Okay, this is your pick. I'm going to go with him, too. I feel like he honestly stands a chance. I feel like he can... He can go far with this. And, uh... Well, he's the only one that actually looks like a wrestler that's ready for oh, he's the there, mainstream. Yeah, he's there to kick ass. I mean, that promo package they played was much better than the others for a reason, I'm afraid. So, Samuel Shaw is out last with his Cody Rhodes tribute mustache. Boy, he kind of looks like Heidenreich with these arm tats and his uh, red gloves. He's a strange-looking bird. He is jacked, though. Heidenreich. Yeah. If we have a uh, Scott Putsky award winner, I think uh, Sammy it might Shaw. be. It might be Sammy Shaw here. All right, so Fatal 4-Way Elimination. You can go from 4-Way to a triple threat, then to 1-on-1. One one. It's pretty much... Well, fuck, we knew what... I knew how to explain that. Yeah, I really didn't need the graphic for that. But, it is what it is. Scorpio Sky just cleaned house. Looks like we have one camera for the show tonight. Got a hard... Two cameras. Hard camera. Okay, so we have two. We're doing good. We're We're up to three cameras. No, I think two, because I think that other camera was getting the entrances. This is the entrance camera and the ro- roaming camera. Ah, uh, double planches from Scorpio Sky. And the other guy. I forget his name. The guy with the hat. That's what I'll call this guy. Here we go. Oh, Asai Moonsault lands on his feet. It been a great spot for a sidekick there, but he decided to slide right back in. Oh, doing lots of flips. Jim Cornette will not like this. Shut up and wrestle. Legendary, uh... What the... Did he just kiss him on the cheek? No, I think he whispered in his ear. Those gloves are hideous. I, I don't know a lot of these guys for this first uh, night. Yeah, I'm not going to know most of the guys on this card. That's why we didn't drive to Nashville. That's why we're sitting here in my basement watching this. Because the card really never improved, Patrick. Uh, 
You know, not knocking these guys. They might put on a five-star classic here, but... I mean, you're seeing Colt Cabana. Well, he's lobbing his nose all over him. Yeah, comedy Mick Carter. He'll be the first eliminated. Sammy Guevara is the guy with the hat. Or he had a hat. Unlike in 2K19, you can remove your hat in real life. You can't remove your hat in 2K19? Well, Dusty Rhodes can't. What is this? Oh, he took his glove off. Good. That's the best thing that he's ever done for that man's career. Sam Shaw lost his glove, and he smacked him with it. He'll be all right. Challenge you to a duel. It's all right. Scorpio Sky back in. He gets it. Wow, we're selling this. Oh, he just... And he... Guevara he sold not it only like sold a it. head chair shot. He not only sold it, he fell with it, and the ref... Oh, Brian Hebner's the ref, by the way. And he he slapped the ref with it? I guess there's no DQ, though, in this match. Oh, all three men pinned Sam Shaw, who kicked out. Amazing. Amazing strength. He's brutal. And now the three faces are teaming up on the one heel, apparently. Sam Shaw is... Oh, just took a super kick from Guevara. Super oh. kick from Sky. Colt Cabana cannot do this, so he's going to do a comedy spot. No, he did it! Congratulations! Shocking me. Colt Cabana. And now a double super kick from Guevara and Scorpio Sky. Guevara. Sorry. Oh my god! Guevara. It's a shooting star from the top turnbuckle to Shaw on the mats. If they had more cameras, it would look amazing. Can we get a replay of that? No, we can't. Gets holy shit chance, so... The kid that I doubted them... Oh, we do get a replay! Replay! Oh. He... The breeze from his uh, shooting star is actually what knocked over Samuel Shaw. Colt Cabana with a splash to Sky for a near fall. Yes. Oh, Colt Cabana feigning a Ric Flair strut, which gets booze. Oh, well, Jim Cornette would like to. Cornette calling Jackie Fargo out of nowhere. That's right. Sky just did a somersault to the outside, which the camera missed. And I don't know if they caught him or not. And now Colt Cabana's alone in the ring to pose. He will not be jumping off of this top turnbuckle. Instead, Sam Shaw with a one-arm powerbomb into a cover, grabbed the tights, and Cabana, as predicted, is first eliminated. You called it. Yeah, he's gone. That's it. It's over. Well, as a fellow podcaster, I can attest that we are not athletes. Well, I am. Well, you're a sports entertainer, of course. Can we get a better camera shot here? What We're zoomed in to Sam Shaw's junk. And now Scorpio Sky is the only one that can stand up to Sam Shaw. He's trying to get a chant going. No one's chanting. Big forearms from Sky. Shaw just planted Sky. 
Is Tony not talking for a reason? Because his mic doesn't work? I haven't, heard, I haven't heard Tony say a single word. Shaw gonna powerbomb Guevara on the outside. But, oh, he escaped. And now he's getting... Nothing. A super kick. You can tell this guy really likes the Young Bucks. Whoa! That was an awesome corkscrew suicide dive to Scorpio Sky from... Guevara. Another one. And now he hits another corkscrew one to Sam Shaw. Oh! Spanish fly, standing Spanish fly. And he's about to be eliminated. That was called getting all your shit in. Spear to Shaw in the corner, kick to the back of the head. He's gonna get caught off here off the top turnbuckle. With another super kick, as that's the move of Boy, the match. He, he loves him some young bucks. Oh, shining wizard from Sky. Oh, and one to Guevara. That's it for Guevara. Sorry, I'll keep screwing that up. Oh, oh, and Shaw with a super kick. Oh, and he eliminated Sky. So there's your heel for the Sam man. Shaw, Sammy Shaw, Sam, Sammy. Sammy Shaw. Heidenreich. With his cargo pants and his weird red stripes around them and his gloves. He's now saying, who's the man? And the crowd hate this guy. So, effective heel. It's, if that's his theme song, it sucks. Whatever yeah, it it's is. pretty wicked. Scorpio Sky is very disappointed. Okay, so, uh, I still haven't heard Tony. Uh, yeah. No Tony Schiavone. I don't know what's going on with Tony, but this is... Maybe they only paid him to call the main event. It's brutal. Most rested, so he'll definitely lose. Oh, Tony's, Tony's left gone. the booth. Tony Damn. has left the building. I mean, they could at least tighten up the shot so you don't see the empty chair. Do they have NWA pins on? I like those, actually. Those are pretty badass. I do like those. Cornette with gray hair makes him seem so old. I love Jim. Jimmy Cornette's awesome. He's done a lot for my career. He's done a lot for young guys all over the place. Uh, Jim Cornette literally is one. He almost of, broke his glasses. I did. I inadvertently did a baseball slide, sliding in for a quick pin, and uh, almost, yeah, almost caught him right inside the uh, side of the head. But I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have had my chances in Ohio Valley. Uh, he's he's really done a lot. He really has. He's and now a, we're just sitting on a shot of the crowd. Well, I, we're uh, we're watching the. Uh, There must be something we're not allowed to see for some reason. Oh, somebody must be appearing that's under contract somewhere else. Yeah. Well, this is great. There we go. 
Glad he finally said something. Great, we were talking about Nashville. We were talking about why are we sitting here all day together. We don't like each other that much. Oh, here we go. Blue Demon Jr. Wow. A true legend. Now he carried that belt for two rough years. After the NWA left TNA, he was pretty much the title holder for two years. Well, okay. He wants to be challenged in Mexico. You can't pick where you want to challenge. You have to have a belt first. That's not true. Well, you can issue a challenge to anybody. I challenge Vince McMahon to show up in my pay-per-view like Eric Bischoff. I mean, anyone can make a challenge, I guess, but it's just stupid to make one. Oh, here comes a ref. The R Laredo Kid. From AAA. Laredo Kid taking on... We got the logo in his way here. What's his name? I'm going to... Guess that it's Garrett Brown is my guess. Forty years. They only got twenty years out of the Georgia Dome. They only got twenty years out of te uh, they only got twenty years out of Turner Field. But the asylum will stand forever. Boy, I'm glad we didn't go there live, Patrick. This looks awful. I mean, it just, this just looks boring. I think the nostalgia of it was the calling point for going. I don't think it necessarily was. Well, yeah, but... I mean, they're not even doing that right now. They're not, they're not doing anything right now. Oh, here we go. Laredo Kid. At Laredo underscore kid on Twitter. I like how everyone's adopted the Twitter handle, just like the WWE has to put under their name. He's almost got a mask like Sin Cara's. I know that all Lucha masks are sort of the same thing, but his looks like Sin Cara's mask with horns in the back. Laredo! He did the Chris Jericho pose there. Maybe it is Chris Jericho. No, he's in too good a shape to be Chris Jericho. <laughs> Did you hear that the uh, the cruise is going to be broadcast? They are going to broadcast the cruise. Awesome. So, yeah, you didn't have to pay the $1,800 to go on the cruise. You can just watch it at home. We might actually have to do another one for that. You know what? I If the production quality is... If the production quality is comparable to this, I'm going to have to pass. So... No, no, wait a minute. I don't... I wouldn't hold this. It's a slow start. Barrett Brown. 
Barrett Brown. Do we know a Barrett Brown? Are you aware of this man? Oh, Barrett Brown. Barrett. Well, he's coming out in a Hannibal Lecter mask. No. Uh, I'll have to uh, Google him. I don't know Which, a Barrett uh, Luckily, because we have phones, we can uh, do... I like Jim Cornette not slamming the cruiserweights here. Oh, he's going to tell us. He was in Ring of Honor, apparently. He's a former NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion. He's only 24 years old. He's been used as a jobber in the WWE, so he has been on TV. So in, you know, 2K23, uh, you can have a Barrett Brown showcase mode. Barrett's going to message me after hearing this and say, Listen, dude, I follow y'all. What the fuck? Uh, if so, I apologize, Barrett. I have a lot of friends on Facebook, a lot of wrestlers. I'm not sure about keeping up with every single one of them. But most of the ring... Anybody who's been in Ring of Honor has... Pretty much friends with me. Oh, so Barrett so. Brown, I actually know which jobber match he worked. He worked a match against Braun Strowman as Americos. He had a mask on. So that's who he is. Okay. Uh, he was a couple weeks after James Ellsworth, and I was like, oh, well, if James Ellsworth, you know, is so over, then Americos will be, you know, over too. But didn't, didn't really work out didn't, that way. Did, not yet. We're still waiting. Kids, he's he's light on his feet. He's moving good. Laredo kid, for sure, is really man. Triple A has got something special with this guy. Holy shit! Just out of the gate, he's already pulling stuff. Either that or the wrestling so far has just been that bad. Whoa! Whoa. I. Somersaulting uh, into an acai moonsault. An acai moonsault. That was beautiful. I like his mask. That's a pretty badass mask. The, the Laredo Kid taking on Americos without a mask. All right. Laredo Kid and Barrett Brown. Barrett Brown. Like, Wade Barrett Brown. That, I don't think that's what that move is called. Gets caught with a drop kick from Barrett Brown as he was trying to fly again. For a second, next on the ring uh, apron, the ring skirt. Oh, oh. That was... Odd. Barrett Brown did a springboard somersaulting plancha off his knees to the outside on the Laredo kid. I want to. I keep wanting to call him the Dorito kid. <laughs> That's probably what Jesse Ventura would have called him. The Dorito kid. Yeah. So anyway, the ring skirt. It says seventy years of tradition, and I didn't see the rest of what came after T R A, and I thought it said trash for a second. I was it's very a, concerned. It's a basic as asylum entrance setup. I like. Yeah, the, uh, it, it looks just like an old TNA show. 
it's very it's done very well. I like it. Two it was, Trons, but the problem is on those Trons, they're not showing anything. I'm not 100 sure that they're Trons. If I think they're just oh, showing the I logo. see. Yeah, they're printed. Yeah, that kind of sucks. It kind of sucks for the crowd, but I mean, there's not a bad seat in there. Brown is in control as I sit here and contemplate how much money you think Tony Schiavone gets to make for calling one match, which is apparently what he's going to do tonight. That's pretty incredible. That's a sweet gig. Oh, oh, Spanish fly into a DDT? That was very scary looking. Dorado Kid, or Laredo Kid, uh, landed directly on his head, and I'm actually concerned for him here. This is brutal. He's okay, apparently. No, he's not. He needs We're to. We're gonna go to a front face lock. Is he tapping? He's tapping. No, he's not tapping. He's battling. You back, can't though. tap the mat as getting fired up anymore. That should be. Why not? Against the rules. Why not? Because that should count as a submission. Says who? Because a tap out means I quit. So you can't just pound the mat to try to get into the match. Here we go. Laredo Kid. Springboard. Misses. A beautiful ring, by the way. I do like that ring. Wow. That was... Oh, that was uh, Botchamania worthy. That was... Ooh, that was... Well, uh, what I do rough. like about the hard camera shot is that if it is a small ring, they've zoomed the camera in quite a bit, so you can't really tell. Good lighting rig for the ring. The crowd doesn't look that bad. It doesn't look that empty. But the they're not showing the rafters, which those are the $20 tickets. A go behind. That reminds me of uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Insiguri from Laredo Kid. Drop kick. Brown is on the outside. And Laredo Kid's gonna go flying again. Flippy flip. Oh, super kick, of course. I bet he's gonna do a shooting star. Oh no, 450. Wow. Holy 450 cow. off the ring apron to Barrett Brown. That looks like it would hurt. To take that from that uh, short of a distance, to take or to give, truthfully, that was impressive though for Laredo Kid. This guy, Laredo's kid, uh, Laredo Kid's mask. It looks like it would rip off easy. That uh, wasn't quite a 450. Yeah, it was. Oh, he got over. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, he's getting over in this match. Yeah, Jim Cornette, great line. If I was Laredo Kid, I would try to win this match. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it's true, he is, uh, you know, uh, taking his time here. Neither guy really went for any covers so far. Do you remember a cover in this match? Uh, I haven't seen one yet. I do, however, think, though, that... We, uh, I, do, I, do, I do see us possibly heading home pretty quick here, because this is... Unless they get the crowd really going behind them so they can go longer. Oh, I bet we're going to get an intermission tonight. This is an iPay-per-view, so they have no time constraints, so... Really now? Yeah. 
Since you oh, oh shit! Inverted Hurricane Rana, and he spiked him too. Laredo Kid landed flat on the top of his neck. Yeah, bear it to Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid has taken some serious shots to his head and neck area tonight. This kid's got me kind of worried. I'm not even exaggerating here. You can see he's he's getting up, man. He's getting up. He's good, but he needs some uh, polishing. He's on loan from AAA, though, right? So, not going to see him for a while. Well, that's not necessarily true. Ooh, big chop from Barrett. Oh, Laredo Kid is uh, finally gassed. It took him this long, but he is tired. And I would be too from all the running and flying he's done. I was going to say about his mask, it's it's got like three handles in the back, basically. You could easily rip his mask off. It looks like a ladder, kind of. Yeah. yeah it's it's weird. I do like it, though. It's a oh, unique mask. Corner it's punches. See, that mask protects you. Illegal object. Oh. That's a good way if you botch going over the ropes. Just crotch yourself. Uh-oh. Looks like Laredo Kid. Oh! Whoa! Hit him with a springboard RKO. Hit him with a cutter. Wow, that should have been... That, yeah, that's... That, whoa. You're not going to get any higher than that. So. No, that should have been it. You got to know when to go home. You got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. How about the Tennessee Vols yesterday? That was a pretty good game, huh? <laughs> that was... Hey, listen. You know what we got on the board? <laughs> I'm happy. But I foolishly... Uh, the, the betting line was that they were 28-point underdogs. And I was telling people, yeah, I would probably take them with that. Because, you know, they're not they're going to cover that. Yeah. No, they didn't. Uh-oh. Laredo Kid is about to get a back suplex from Barrett Brown, and this is going to be the end of the match. It's going to be brutal. And he's blocking it. It's going to be ugly. This is the end. He's going to fall. Oh, conveniently right in the perfect position for a moonsault. A moonsault. Can we get a reverse 450? That would be beautiful. Oh, whoa, corkscrew moonsault with a springboard. He twist. He missed. Shining wizard. Shining wizard. Two, three, and Barrett. More like a running knee, not exactly as crisp as a Shining Wizard, but... Barrett has pinned Laredo Kid, and the crowd hates this result, as... They are pretty, yeah, upset. Laredo, Laredo Kid, Kid did all the work. Holy shit. Yeah, um, man. Barrett's got a busted lip, I after taking After taking some of those... God, dude, after some of those hits, I... I'm My with... main man, Americos, coming away with the win here. To thumbs down. That one guy in the crowd looks like Ron Jeremy. But uh, Laredo Kid's gonna get a standing O as he leaves. I hope the cameras get to get that for him. But with this production, I doubt it. Oh, that looked like shit. G guys, keep the camera on the ring. No, we gotta watch Brian Hepner as he's making yeah, his way to the ring Yeah, we have to look here. at the the vacant aisleway as the refs come out. Barrett Brown isn't even doing anything 
Here we go. This get the glory spot. He didn't get a standing O. At least from these people. The people near the aisleway aren't standing for shit. He gets help to the back. He doesn't even get a hero's spot. Why? I just don't understand cutting away from the ring when there's wrestlers in the ring. I understand when they're walking, but like... Or go to the announcers. Like... Yeah, I don't like the cut to this. This is... In my other job, it involves some uh, technical directing. And uh, this is uh, infuriate. This is making me very mad. Infuriate infuriating me. I can't even say I can't say that word. Why do I always try words that infuriating. I can't say? Infuriating. There we go. Thank you. When I hear you say it, I can do it. This is like speech class. That's really what the name of this podcast should be is <laughs> Patrick teaches me how to speak. Because most of the edits I have to make on our podcast are of me fucking up. That's and just because I don't say much and when I say no, something it's it, a point. It, right. Well, it hits hard. You know. I can't cut that. Here we go with no audio on this Kenny Johnson promo. What are they doing? They're doing shout-outs to people in the crowd. Kenny Johnson from Evo. Where is that? Oh, that's the Pulse nightclub. Was he in the Pulse nightclub shooting or something? He's signing the wall. They can't even hear the promo out there, I don't think. No, we're hearing the ring announcer, but nobody's actually... He's basically just talking to the fans, getting getting them pumped and hyped here. Imagine if All In had all these problems. How badly that would have been reviewed. Turned out to be a great show. Oh, here's another Jen Decker muted promo. Pre-tape. She's in the building. Why not just do this live? Okay, she's with Willie Mack, who's at Bound for Glory, so he's already signed with TNA, so you know he'll be losing tonight. Uh, he was in a tag team match. Not necessarily. I'm sure TNA might want to jump on board on some of this. Considering their time slot got moved, I totally understand that. Oh, jeez, look at... I mean, come on, guys. Cut away. Jay Bradley. No one in the control room says, hey, we can't hear anything. Oh, my boy, James Ellsworth! Oh, is he going to accept the open tag team challenge? He was at SmackDown 1000, but his segment got cut. Because they, uh, Evolution and everyone ran over. And Undertaker ran over. Oh my god, we got audio on the promo. At the most important part, for James Ellsworth... Boy, James Ellsworth gets all the work. This guy's on every show. I love every Ellsworth. promotion. He's he's really he's a great guy, and he deserves it all because he's. Oh, what are we doing here? Ass. Oh, we're looking we're back at a man's up here. Ass. We are staring at a man who is completely. And Cornette is pissed. Cornette has to get him blocked. Damn, Cornette is showing him where the fucking camera is that if he's going to cut a promo, he needs to look at it. Relax, 
Why would I sit down when you're talking to me? This is so weird. Why doesn't he sit down with them? Why use this camera shot? Ricky Starks is going to give them a lesson. This is awful. This is pretty rough, man. Don't ever take WWE production value for granted. As much shit as I give Kevin Dunn, he would never do this. Even WCW had better standards. I understand that they are on a much more limited budget, but with all the technology we have today, you can make it, you know, bad things look really good. Oh, oh, look at that monitor. <laughs> the back of the monitor. <laughs> Damn, this is rough. Wonderful. And now they can't cut on Jim's mic. What? the fuck is this? Oh, it's Ricky's promo is now airing. He likes watching 80s music videos and sipping champagne. He's a Prince ripoff, so he is Velveteen Dream, basically, is what I'm getting here. Oh, 1-800-STARKS-LINE. 1-800-STARKS-LINE. Now I'm I need to call I, I'm, I really call this, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna call it. If it's gonna fuck with our feed, don't, but I... No, it won't. I mean, it might make that cell phone no noise. Is it Stark's line? Stark's line, yeah. Okay, we are calling 1-800-STARKS line. Uh, yeah, it's a scam, apparently. So it's like... He gave you the number for, like, the AARP or something. Ricky Starks! His, uh, typeface looks like Glow. The show Glow's typeface. There's your boy. Oh, Magnum! Is he gonna get a standing O? From some people. He damn well deserves it. He should. Hey, Magnum, guess what you never had? The belt. <laughs> they let him in here, but not in Disney World. They got the call. <laughs> They're, like, gonna shove the mic in his mouth. NWA. I'm sorry we're being quiet. I'm trying to listen. He doesn't know where to look either. Because he... Now he knows where to look. Someone's getting his attention. No, he doesn't. Name dropping. Dory Funk Jr. Who was... Who is there... Live tonight, by the way. I talked. Well, to I'm sure we'll hear from him. I did. I talked with him on Facebook on his his uh, plane ride up there to Nashville. Dory is there. Um, Magnum, Ellsworth, couple of others. Road Warrior, Animal. Oh, there we go. Thank you. I think the guy directing is also running audio and. I think he's buying fucking self, is what I think he is. And he's. And have it be the respected title that it deserves to be. Well, Magnum, 
Damn, now they, now he's overmodulated. So now he needs to whisper. Oh, they're riding the board. <laughs> oh, he's going to hand it over. He is. He's presenting the to the winner. Well, that tells me that Aldous is definitely going to win. No, the new North American title. Oh, the North American title. Yeah. Well, that's not how it works. Or not North American, I'm sorry, National Heavyweight Championship is what it is. Go for the gold. The mid-card gold. Jim Cornette's in love. Okay, well, I'm going to go leave for a second to get... A plate of macaroni and cheese. You can, uh... Grab me some. <laughs> okay. Can you juggle too? Yeah. Alright. We're gonna eat some mac and cheese. We're doing it fat boy style. Right here. Watching this live. This is going to be outstanding match. Uh, Jay Bradley. Mike. Ricky. I mean, it's just going to be a really good... Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks coming out here. Same man who did not know where to look. He sticking his crotch in uh Cornette's face instead of trying to cut a promo earlier. Uh, completely crazy here. Perro's coming out next. Mike Perro. I think he, I mean, he has a pretty good chance. Thanks, sir. Mm -hmm. Mike Perro. You just heard Jim Cornette talking about it. He's representing the L LGBT community here. We got uh, Jay Bradley coming out. He looks too much like Sam Shaw to be in the, the match with Sam Shaw later. True. This is the second four-way, right? That's Correct. Where we're going. This is the second four-way. 
I'm gonna try not to talk with food in my mouth, but it might happen. This podcast brought to you by Stouffer's uh, Macaroni and Cheese. Uh, family size in the freezer aisle of your local grocery store. It is very good, by the way. It is good for a prepackaged mac and cheese. It's very good. Willie Mac. With his, uh, he's got his Afro pick. His fro pick. That's right. He's ready, man. I'd love to see Willie Mac win this match. I really, truly would. He's got a cool t-shirt, which you can probably buy at ProWrestlingTees.com. I would probably bet on that as well. All these men are big. These are some big old guys. Well, if Magnum TA says, well, now I need to turn the volume down on the TV. I'll do that. I'll get it. Just, they've fucked with the audio so much, I never know what to expect. I don't think so. Reversal there, pair. Oh, wait a minute. Perils a heavy. Bradley hit him with that elbow and knocked himself off balance. Bradley's a big man, but Mike Perils, he's got 40 pounds on him in this match. 40 pounds of gold. Looking to set it up here. Going for the suplex. Bradley gets the bite out. Gets the go behind. They did while you were out there. They did a, uh, the video they talked about Cornette did that he is an openly gay man. Oh, okay. Well, that's what his promo video was about. And then, that, I guess. um, he is, I mean, he's an All-American in football and a massive man. I mean, he is a massive jacked man. And so, it's, uh, he said that he was congratulating him on breaking barriers and, and breaking new ground. And so, that's, oh. what, that's all you missed while you were upstairs. This seems more like traditional NWA wrestling here. Very slow, big power moves. Ricky Starks. He's a bad man. But he can't take the big man off his feet. He can't. Oh, choke slam. Choke slam. He's got him by the throat. Who's the guy with the beard? Is that the gay guy? Yes. He is a massive man. He's a massive man. No, he just got beat. Jim Cornette turning face here as he clearly had a shoulder up. One, two. Okay, first of all, good God, Willie Mack, a man his size should not be able to do a standing moonsault. 
pretty sure it was more like a devil with Ricky Starks grabbing the tights, cheating his way to take the big man out of this matchup, but still another almost equally big man. I almost say, I almost think because of the size of these two guys that Starks is going to win this match because it'd be the little man versus the big man, but they're both heels, so. I guess you need Willie Mack to win this Willie match. Willie Mack, baby. I be, that's what I'm saying. He's my pick for this match. Bradley with a gut wrench suplex. Shoots him off here into the corner. Big boot. Good run in with a big boot. Before this pay-per-view started, they toured uh, Cornette's house, and he has a massive wrestling collection. Did they show? They showed his house. They showed his attic. Yeah, I would love to go into his attic. It is, it is actually wrestling nostalgia. I mean, just so much. It, I don't know for a fact, but he swears he has a program from every wrestling show ever held. It looked just about like he did. I'd agree. No, just double underhook. Throw. Double underhook and he just dropped him. Lifts him up. Drops him midair. Manhandling Ricky Starks. Bradley's a big guy, but he... And Willie Mack, too. They're big men, but they need some work on their... Uh, physique if they want to get in the fed. The big men are just beating down Starks right now. Really not a lot going on. Willie Max taking a snooze in the corner. What? Starks jumped right into a power slam from Bradley. He's got him up. Oh! That's it. That should be it for him. Yeah. If it's good enough for Bulldog, it's good enough for you, damn it. Well, Bulldog's dead. So. Well, you know. Steps <laughs> a, on him. As a finisher. He's almost, he's not big enough to do that step spot. That should be reserved for real giants. I mean, he's a big man, but he's not like Kane size. No, he's like my size. Yeah, but a lot girthier. Yeah. Is Willie Mack about to do a sunset flip powerbomb off the top turnbuckle? I would love to see this if he can pull this off. No, no. power doom! No, just assisted. No. Starks powerbombs. Bradley. Oh, oh, Willie Mack almost slipped and died. Willie Mack with a frog splash. One, two, and three. A Mack splash. So, and he adjusts his knee pad. Instead of uh, selling. Bradley's gone, so now we're down to Starks and Willie Mack for the trip to the mid-card belt finals. I got Willie Mack. Who you got? Well, considering the guy that won the first one, Sam Shaw's a heel, so you need a face. So, yeah, it's got to be Willie Mack. And Seguri nowhere near his head. Flying spear. If he capitalizes on Willie Mack, who appears to be hurt, 
You know they've got big plans for Starks, though, since they tried to give him a uh, promo against Cornette. But, uh, not going to win this match. I guess that was the the compromise. Well, we're not going to let you win, but you get to uh, jaw with Cornette. You get Too to bad the mic doesn't you work. You get to stick your junk in Cornette's face and not look at the camera like you're supposed to. Right. Starks tried to do a double underhook suplex to Willie Mack. That was foolish. Oh, oh. whoa! Holy Stone shit! Cold what a stunner. stunner! That's it. Good night. And Ricky Starks sold that shit like he was going on his last ride in a hearse. Holy hell. That was unbelievable. Yeah, that popped the crowd. Damn, Willie Mack takes the win going on. Look, the, the camera's actually staying in the ring for a minute. Is he wanting the mic? He should get the mic. He's a great talker. One more. He's saying one more. Oh, one, one more. more. One more. He's saying one more mic, fuck up, and I'm leaving. <laughs> saying one more technical difficult. Oh, he's getting a post-match promo. Yeah. If they can get the mic. Please let the mic work because I want to hear this. He's like, fuck yeah, I am. He is gassed. Oh, Jay Bradley's back out. Oh, no, that's Sam Shaw. Sorry. They look the same, I swear. Sam Shaw, selling that he lost his glove legit. So, still in one glove. Face off. They're facing off. Why not do this in the ring, though? Oh, Jay Bradley. He would be in a tag team with Sam Shaw because they are the same person. They look almost identical. Why is Cornette calling this as a face? Uh-oh, run in. Oh, my buddy Ellsworth! Come on, James. Ellsworth gets the better of Bradley and covers for his friend Willie Mack. Looks like uh, Ellsworth got a new... Uh, for SmackDown 1000, it looks like he dyed his hair extra blonde. Too bad he didn't make it on the show. He did get a WWE.com exclusive, though, so good for him. Why they're not keeping him on the car, on the payroll, full-time, and keeping him on Well, because the... they gave Carmella to R-Truth, so... Doesn't matter. I mean, he's still a great, great piece. A great piece of what? <laughs> it's a great. He's a great asset to any any locker room, any show. He's not somebody you want to just be like, oh well, that's it. Well, he's definitely going to lose, Jim. Here's your boy. Oh, yeah. My buddy, Tim Storm. Peter Avalon looks like Aiden English. He does, doesn't he? Don't get yourself disqualified. Don't squander your opportunity. Oh, wait, another low Oh, Are they going to have a hardcore match? That might be interesting. Championship Wrestling from Arizona here. 
How could you forget that? At least he used a plastic chair. I know, it's a plastic chair. Take that shit to the head. Take that shit to the head, Storm. Come on. Hit him in the head. Avalon can take it. It's plastic. Well, this was metal. Hang on a minute. And he swapped chairs. Oh, uh, this is the second go-around with him. He was on the ropes. Feet on the ropes in his hand. Tim Storm. And the way his feet were on the ropes would have given him no leverage, by the way. Uh oh. Just cut out. Not, no time for that shit. Time to come back to the arena. <laughs> to stare at this same shot. When you look at Tim Storm, he's chiseled out of granite. He's built like a brick outhouse, as they say. And then Peter Avalon... Just say like brick shithouse. You're on pay-per-view. If he gets a sunburn, he looks like a thermometer. But Peter Avalon went not once, but a few times to Tim Storm's Frankenbeans. And he's still a couple of victories as well. And I think now is the time that Tim Storm is going to take Peter Avalon and make him into a toothpick. Here comes Come to Peter, the ring, Avalon, Peter Avalon, accompanied by a man that wants to be Rick Martell. Nicholas. Nick Marquez. Marquez. Nicholas Marquez. Nick. Nick for short. Marquez. Nico. Oh, said that wrong. We both did. We're calling him Nick. He's got a Ric Flair robe, Peter Avalon. I don't know anything about Peter Avalon. Uh, he is rail thin. I know that. He thinks. Sorry, Siri's talking to me. You're good. Actually, Nico Marquez kind of looks like The Miz. If you don't have a super jacked body, don't do that reveal. God, he is just so skinny. He's, uh, he's got tall. muscle. I mean, he's he's chiseled, but he has no. Oh, he's showing the guns. He has no fucking size. Like this dude does not need to be showing. Oh, Tim Storm skipping his entrance. Tim said, "You know what? Screw this." Yeah. Forget trying to get an entrance. The perfect storm, Tim Storm. Yeah. Of course, brother of James Storm. No, I'm just kidding. Kind of looking like Arn Anderson with his hair. The NWA champ before Nick Aldis took it, Tim correct. Storm. Correct. That's correct. Uh, cut a promo on Nashville. Is he going to mention the Titans or the Vols? Which one is he going to do? Oh, man, if he hits the Vols, that place is going to erupt. Well, it's Nashville, so... Still. explain a little something to you idiots. I am already 2-0 against Tim Storm. So you know what, Tim? Let's make this simple. Once that bell rings, lay down, because you know I'm going to beat you. Yeah, do the <laughs> finger poke of doom. The crowd would love that. You know what? Once I beat you, I'm going to go on and I'm going to get 
I don't think he can have the mustache and the man bun. I think he needs to make a choice. Tim Storm oh, Tim's getting mic. pissed. Tim Storm not into this match enough to spit out his gum, though. Country bumpkins. Kiss my foot. Kiss my feet. Is he doing a Andy Kaufman? Is that what he wants? All right. Apparently, we learned something tonight about Peter Avalon. He's got a foot fetish. It's true. That sounded like a scripted line. Oh, so it's a kiss my boot match. That's the stipulation. His barefoot. It better be his barefoot, not just his boot. And I want him to get, like, toe in mouth deep. We're doing what now? It's a kiss my feet match. Not necessarily. He agrees. He has to kiss every single person's foot in the arena. No, If Tim Storm wins. No, that's what Storm said. So he has to kiss every fan. I don't think I don't think that's the bet. They faded there when they should have cut. Avalon getting the jump on Storm, chops forearms. Storm not really selling any of it. How he's willing to just roll around in the mud, in the muck like a serpent. Storm hulking up. Misses a big right, misses a left. Uh, Storm needs to take some boxing classes here. But he's no selling all his challenges. Well, yeah, look at the size difference. I mean, Tim Storm tests the strength. Tim Storm wins. Massive over Avalon. Big boot from Storm. Storm has been waiting for this opportunity. Oh, he's fired up. He doesn't want to kiss boots, man. And as unsavory and unappetizing as that prospect sounds, in this case, it's for retribution and revenge, not for... Well, even if the heel loses the bet, the heel move would be to not hold up their end of the bet. Well, yeah. Double underhook suplex from Tim. Very well done. We got a cover here. That's right, Aldous. Aldous, did he have a, a, a plane issue? Some his travel was canceled, and he couldn't make it. And Tim Storm showed up instead to to wrestle Avalon. That's how the whole thing got going. And then, of course, I'm Avalon sure that's how it happened. Cornette. Several low blows leading to Tim Storm completely losing his cool. Multiple chair shots yes. decimated. Oh. Peter Avalon decimates him again with a big backbreaker. Could be enough nose. Backbreaker. I'll tell you what, if, if a guy the size sort of, of a modified Ushiguroshi. It was like a rock bottom into a backbreaker. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it did the Rikishi bump for Tim Storm's uh, lariat there. Turned him inside out. He does have a good argument to get what he wants. And that's a shot at the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Avalon's like, I ain't Avalon, taking that shit. Avalon just about kissed his boot right there. Look, he just, I mean, that's basically it. But by the caliber and the quantity of people who want to challenge for it. And now you've got, obviously, our main event tonight. Aldous and Rhodes. Tim calls for a power bomb. Avalon gets out of it. No, he hits it. It's it. It's over. One, two, and three. No. 
Wow. You've got a variety of challengers lined up to face the winner of Aldous and Rhodes. And I think that, more than anything, shows the resurgence of the NWA Championship in, in this past just few years. Of course, under the leadership of Billy Corgan and, and so many oh. fine athletes. Wow, that sounded like a rifle Damn. shot. Here in the oh, the shit. You can hear the smack he is smack chopping the shit, the out, of shit out of Avalon. This storm with a huge advantage right now over Peter Avalon. Oh, jeez, Avalon. Oversell. Splash to Avalon. Good snap there. Comes up. Oh! That's... Kick to the side of the oh. head. That's it. Well, I hope I hope Tim prepared for the manager because I think the manager is gonna have a hand in this here. Chin breaker, good jawbreaker, good jawbreaker there. Another chop from Avalon. He shoots him off. Tim reverses it, picks him up. Fireman's carry. Fireman's carry. One drop. Avalon's like, I'm not fucking. What the hell? Throwing himself more sideways and then scrambled out of the ring. Storm didn't get all the the force behind that Samoan drop that he wanted. He knew he was going to botch the landing, so he just was like, I'm going to just get out of the ring. Here, oh, he shoved his manager oh, to Tim Oh, Storm. come on, Tim. Knock Tim's shit out of face. He can't fight the manager. And that is where Peter Avalon is so dangerous. He will take his opportunity, and that opportunity will be gold. Avalon goes up top. He's going to get caught. No. Nope. Oh, jeez. Crossbody that Tim Storm did not want to drop for. That was a little, little rough to watch. Oh, here comes a chair. Patrick Young, referee, you need to get that away. Look. Oh, his back's turned. Well, he sees it now. He's telling him, put it down. He's telling him, put it down. Insiguri, oh. is that his way out? Oh. I have a feeling Avalon's going to go his manager. Here we go. Avalon, running in, hits his own manager. This is the finish. This is it, Tim. He's waiting for him. He's calling for him to turn around. The manager said look out, though. There the you go. Slam. One, two, three. That's it. Ten Storm going home with the victory. Well, there's your winner. Boy, I tell you, Tim Storm is a school teacher, and he just he's a school teacher. He is. He is a school teacher. You can't. That is true. And now he's gonna be. Oh, he's got a chair now. He's gonna go into business for himself. Oh no, he's just gonna do it to take his shoe. Oh, he's gonna make him kiss his damn foot. He is. He's taking his kick pad off here. He's unlacing. Marquez up there, sweating like 
like a male escort to church. And Peter Avalon trying to, he, you know he's got to be trying to figure out a way to get out of this because in about 30 seconds, Avalon's breath is going to smell like Kiwi boot polish if Tim Storm has his, oh, his way. Ladies and gentlemen, if Peter Avalon does not kiss the foot, he will be fined $10,000. Wow. What a decision by Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan. Peter Avalon. You know what? Can't watch from this back. You know what? A deal's a deal. You're my manager. You got this. What? Wait, he's, he's passing off the foot kissing. You got this. Take it counts. He represents me. Shush. Just a little more. Oh, no. Just fine. Has he kissed the boot yet or not? Oh! The manager just kissed his bare foot. A maggot off a gut wagon. Here's something I think Storm wants a double. Yeah, she had something. Pucker up on his. Peter Avalon is going to be forced. To pay up! Oh, there it is! Face first into the side! Peter Avalon being forced to kiss his foot. Yeah, which might be a crime. I'm not sure. Well, thanks, thanks, Avalon and Marquez. We appreciate it. That's, uh... And Tim Storm stands tall in this matchup. An incredible victory for the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And then when we're talking about championships, we have to talk about what's coming up next. At least take his boot with him. They finally moved the camera away from the empty chair, though. Well, that's exactly right. Jazz is a tremendous competitor. I've spent much time with her in Ohio Battle Wrestling, but she's wrestled all over the country, all over the world. She's a she's a self-professed badass bitch. Can I say that? I don't know what the language restrictions are around here. But Jazz is bad. Whether she's male or female, she's bad. And Penelope Ford, the underdog here, she's got a heart of things all outdoors. But the question is, will she be able to compensate for the experience advantage that Jazz has? Let's hear from the champ right now. And I don't give a And you'll see exactly who I am, what I've done for this business as a woman. And as a black woman, you damn sure can't take that's true. Because what I have now is not going to be taken away from me. I think she'll be dropping this, this belt. This is it. You think, think so? I don't think she's defended this belt in quite some time. This will be my legacy. The NWA will be known as Jazz, the female fighting phenom legacy. Uh, so Billy Corgan, okay. you better tell my opponent to have her shit together because I'm not laying down for nobody. Uh oh. We got a freeze here. I was actually really enjoying that. <laughs> We're cutting back. <laughs> Damn. When it rains, it pours. They, they can't get out the gate. Jazz, though, taking on Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford. And now I'd like to introduce Jazz's opponent. Oh. And now I'd like oh. to introduce Jazz's opponent. Recue it. WWE Women's World Championship, Penelope Ford. 
Penelope, you raised a lot of eyebrows at all. Penelope Ford sort of reminds me of Dana Brooke. She kind of looks like Dana Brooke. definitely going to be one of my greatest challenges. And to be facing someone that has literally shaped women's wrestling for people like myself, I'm I'm here to give her a great fight. And She's going to need some work on the mic. For her in the ring. And I mean, I hope I come out champion. Oh, geez. That's an enthusiastic promo. Penelope I guess Ford. I hope I win. Oh, they didn't cut away from it. Jeez. Penelope Penelope Ford lives in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She has uh, been around the business for a while now. Champ out first. Never a good sign. She's uh, friends with her on Facebook here. I've never worked a show with her that I can relate to. I, if I have and don't remember her, I do apologize. But uh, Jazz... Jazz is out in a psychosis mask. Speaks for herself in the the business. If you don't know Jazz, uh, I mean, Lord, who doesn't know Jazz, truthfully? One of the few originals from ECW that was a woman. Yeah, and uh, uh, had a decent run in the decent WWE. Decent run, a decent run in WWE on to, uh, on to then go do indies. And, uh, I mean, easily, would you say 30 years? She's been in... Probably 20 years in the business. Pushing the 30-year mark, because, I mean, hell, I think back to her winning... Uh, I don't know if she won. I take it back, but WrestleMania 18 in the Triple Threat match for the women's title. Wow, Jazz owned Trish Stratus in that match, and that was the moment for me personally that stands out of when Jazz walked in to my eyes as being, "Wow, this is a tough woman, and she's here to kick ass and take names." Penelope Ford out in her uh, Steiner Brothers uh, school jacket and no pants. She don't need any. It's one piece. It is. Uh, it's. I'd be scared to wrestle in it based on where it's laced, as she is double knotting it as I speak about it. Yeah, she's got to tighten that thing up. Good lord. Well, the com- the announcer is saying something, but we can't hear him. Of course. Here we go. She is the bad girl, Penelope Ford. She's not like most girls. Oh, she is. Split. Oh, drop down with a split. Charlotte Flair, take a seat. And now her opponent. Is Jazz gonna is wrestle in that mask? That'd be pretty awesome. American wrestlers never just like you know go to wearing them. I mean, other than like Kane, I guess. Like yeah. no one ever just puts on a mask and you know for the hell of it. Yeah, maybe it's not Jazz. Maybe it's just another. No, really that's Jazz. Look. I know them biceps. That's Jazz. 
folks in Nashville, no strangers to women's work. Handing the belt over to legendary Earl Hepner. The pioneer of all the I hope they, yeah, they don't, they're not giving Earl promo for this one. It's all in promo, not very good. Earl showing the title. Spin one more turn. Oh, Jazz about ran into him. Jazz wants her ass, man. She is... He doesn't know who to give the belt He's to. He's like, just fucking is. take the belt. Ring it. Mildred Burke, wow. He's... Cornette's pulling some old names out of the past. Well, it is the 70th birthday of the NWA, so... Yeah, Jazz is going to... That's, that's a very well well statement. Simple but easy. Jazz is going to dictate the pace here. I don't think Penelope Ford knows a lot of uh, wrestling maneuvers. I don't think... I think Jazz is going to own Penelope. At least in the first go-around. Because I don't... I mean, she's going to show her dominance in the ring. Penelope getting a quick jump on her, though, as she spins out. Kick to the stomach, Jazz no-sells it. Jazz hulking up. Oh, poke to the eye. Get in there, Earl. Jazz with a chop. Another one. Kick to the gut. Throws a forearm. Beautiful kick again. She is working her over in the corner here. Well, you can definitely tell the difference in experience between the two. Would you like to be disciplined about Jazz, Joe? Don't answer that. Never mind. We'll talk about that later. Jazz wrestling with sunglasses on oh, for a headband. Kind of cool. There's a forearm to the chest by Penelope. Yeah, Penelope, not Cruz, but Ford. I know, I keep wanting to say Penelope Cruz. Ford's a four-year pro. Ford. Only four years. Oh, springboard cutter. What the hell? Wow. Penelope Ford out of nowhere with a springboard cutter for a two count. And connected with it. That was beautiful. Very well done. Earl, man. Earl's going to have to start sliding around the ring better. He's... That looked terrible. I think that was a handspring. She's leaping back. Uh, it's the backspring elbow. Every, yeah. Cornette hates it. As do I. I hate that move. I think. Really? Yeah, I've never liked that move. That was like suplex for two. I gotta be honest with you. I think Jazz got her bell rung and we didn't notice because if Jazz had her facilities and faculties about her, she would have not been in the corner after Ford landed those 17 flips. But I think she got her bell rung and she's trying Cornette to busting on flips. Uh oh. Jazz's mobility has been That's not an odd way of selling. Taking a moment I thought her knee blew out. Penelope Ford's go. knee Good. did blow out, it looks like. Finish this thing off and. And in a double quick hurry. And she's back up. Okay. Oh, Jazz. The, oh, man. Headbutting head right into the back of the neck and into the shoulder blades. Golly, bum. she going to turn around for an unprettier? Oh, no. No. Nope. Buster. Double chicken wing. Implant Buster. You're right. 
It's called the bitch clamp. That's what, they call it. what she called it. She calls it the bitch clamp. Oh, leg drop to the neck. back of the neck. Rolls her over. Jazz pins her one, two. Wow. Not a good cover. Penelope Ford kicks out. Didn't hook a leg. Jazz putting on the Steiner recliner. Holy shit. Oh. She is bent. That's a gymnast. Oh, oh, forearms to the back of the head while she's stuck in it. Picking her up slowly here. Oh, damn. I hate how cr- the, the crowd is absolutely dead for this match. It makes no sense. This has been fine. Well, this yeah, well, that I, I made the statement, and I I stand one hundred percent in agreement as to being right. I don't think Jazz is owning her ass. Yeah, but I don't think she's gonna win. Jeez, attacking the head and neck area not cool in uh, wrestling. She is on it. God Almighty. I thought she was going to do Roman Reigns' drive-by there for a second. She just hit her with an elbow again. Jeez. Nothing but elbows to the neck of Penelope Ford. That's it. It's over. No. One, two. No. Wow. Kicked out. Jeez. Why would Penelope Ford want to keep taking this punishment? Well, she's got to ju- wipe that makeup off her eyes there, so. Juking and jiving. Bobbing and weaving. Oh! Big left. Oh! Left hooks. Oh! Connecting. Up. Whoa! She drops it for roll-up. One, two! No, oh, I really thought that was the finish. German suplex now. Roll up. Oh, that looked like Uh-oh. shit. Okay, oh, no, a- she covered it. She recovered it. Oh, wow. Get out of the way, Earl. Oh, they flipped over on top of Earl. Earl getting a little bit reckless here. Well, Patrick, there comes a time when you need to hang up the tights. Or the referee shirt. Standing moonsault misses from Ford. And now both competitors are down. Road Warrior Animal will probably get about 30 seconds of work in that match. Jax Dane. Have you seen Jax? Have you ever? No, I oh my god, this man is massive. A former NWA champion in his own right. A good friend of mine from the Nashville area. But this dude is huge. Jazz gonna do a running power slam. No. Jazz got her up. Oh shit! She damn fell on her head. As flipping her through there. She's out. Earl stopped because she's out. Earl fucked up. Now she's just got to do an alternate finish. STF. Jeez, this woman is flexible. 
Earl didn't want to count because, oh, it's a tap out finish, but he should have counted. Well, you were right. She owned her, man. Jazz ran through Penelope Ford. Yeah, yeah Penelope Ford's offense was uh, very limited. And Jazz was just brutal. In her own right, Jazz is... And she says it in her, in her own words. I am the toughest bitch in wrestling. And I truly believe that to, to, as a fact even to this day. Jazz is she's a she's a tough woman, man, and she is a a bad woman when it comes to getting into a wrestling ring. Won't be a part of Evolution next week, I guess. Congratulations. Volume up, please. What does the NWA championship belt mean to me? Good thing she's loud. First of all, yes, I am the women's champion. But tonight I retire. Here's the belt. I've been doing this for a long time. Uh oh. Oh, okay. All the men getting all the gold. They get an opportunity well, to ten you've got gold. pounds of gold. I want my belt to weigh ten pounds. It's in your hand. Man, woman, don't matter if you're black. Oh, she or wants white. to challenge Cody. She wants a big She payday. wants the NWA title. They're gonna do intergender matches, I guess. Okay, they should probably wrap that up. What Terrible camera work again. Cornette down there at the ramp, he's obviously going to thank Jazz. Or just tell her great match for sure, because it was an outstanding match. We don't need a replay of this, guys. We just saw it. Of our tournament to determine the national championship champion, Willie Mack completely laid out by Jay Bradley. Ahead of this matchup, big save comes in by James Ellsworth. Maybe Willie Mack's injured and James Ellsworth has to sub in for him. He's in his gear. Into this matchup to crown the new NWA national champion. Dumbass heel just stares at him. Sam Shaw. I just can't get over his gloves. Okay, it worked. This might be good. It's Double J. Jeff, 
We got Double J coming to the ring. To his shitty wow. TNA team. TNA music. I like that music, actually. You don't like his entrance? Yeah, no. He should have... should have come out to Miss My Baby tonight or whatever. No, I love I love his entrance music. Does he have his uh, WWE Hall of Fame ring on? That'd be funny. I thought... Oh, he's just bringing it out. Magnum's presenting it. The National Championship. Uh, Jim Cornette giving you the entire biography of the Jarrett family here. In a way, Jim Cornette is like the wrestling fan living the dream. Like he's like the biggest fan, and he's involved in it. God, why didn't Cornette do the ringside stuff too? Jeez. Well, damn, you can't overwork the shit out of him. I mean, he is If I'm paying you. If I say you're going to drop the belt in Montreal, you drop it. And if I say you're going to do all the interviews, you do it. Tony Schiavone's only working one match tonight. True. And he's probably getting paid the same amount as Cornette. Now Double J gets to speak. I'm not going to be out here night, all night, but before Uh-oh. I go... Let me just get this started. Can we give James E. Cornell a rousing And you better get his order right at Wendy's. That's true, tonight. man. Hey, listen. Dairy Queen. I do not go to Dairy Queen. He wanted extra cheese on those damn cheeseburgers. Jarrett's looking pretty good here. Jarrett looks like he could do uh, he could do one more run. Well, I mean, if uh, Sean and Undertaker are wrestling, he's, he's looking, probably younger than they are. He is, and he but he's looking good. Look up how old Jeff Jarrett is. If he's under fifty-three, then he's younger than Taker and Sean. He was like 24 at Super Clash, so that was in 88. Let me guess before you tell me. Okay, you're going to guess okay, so how old Double J is. That was 30 is. years ago, so he is 54. He's actually older, I'd say. So now let's get down to brass tacks. You're saying he is 54. Yeah, that's my right. guess. Final answer. Final answer. You're sure of this? Positive. 100%. Well, 88 was 30 years ago, and I think on Super Clash they mentioned he's 24, he's a youngster, so that would make him 54. He is 51. Damn! <laughs> I was off. Close, though. He Close. is younger than Taker and Sean, though. He is. He does have his Hall of Fame ring on, that son of a bitch. But you know, this title right here I'm holding my hand. Doesn't mean as much as this Hall of Fame ring. Oh, 
1997, Uh-oh. I won the WCW US title for the first time. And then I won the NWA title and brought it to WWF and was made a complete fool of. I know he didn't have it. That was uh, the MMA guy. Those side plates look like Warriors face paint. They're eagles, but they, yeah. There's not a a significant standout of the head. It does. It looks like Warriors face paint. Well, that's just kind of sad. He should have just been out there. His hover round is pretty dope, though. I don't think it's an actual hover round, is it? No, it's it's like a scooter. It's almost like a Segway. Jeff heading back up. Ah, no, uh, no pose at the entryway. I'm actually surprised Jared didn't do more than that, but he is running the show. He's just counting his money. Oh, here we go. We're right into the match. Samuel Shaw. He's got his glove back on. Oh, he found it. He wrestled it away from Cole Cabana. Oh, getting Pearl Harbored. Oh! Willie Mack with the Mack slap. Mack on the attack. Willie Mack. Big Mack. I like that. It's the return of the Mac. The Mac attack. Did the bell ring? I didn't hear the bell ring. I haven't heard a bell yet. Come on, David. I guess They're in the ring. Ring the bell. I guess we're not going to get a bell ring. Blind slided. Did you hear the news? I just was told by our producer... Oh, Willie back into the post as, as I was jumping back up here to the broadcast position. Jay Bradley and James Ellsworth have both been escorted out of the arena. They are no longer here. There's going to be no... That almost tells me they're definitely coming back. Those hooligans. Those hooligans. They were probably escorted to some empty seats. So it wouldn't look so empty. Oh, this these dude this dude's sleeve tattoos just really bug me. Oh, they are ugly. <laughs> Randy Orton has you know sleeves, but they don't bother me as much as his do. I think because they're Sam Shaw and his, well and his pants just his whole look is really off. Like Willie Mack fits what you would think of if you heard the name Willie Mack, but Sam Shaw, I don't know what he's going for. It really does remind me. I said it earlier. Heidenreich. He's got Heidenreich all over him. Well, that's exactly right. Because if you're the national heavyweight champion, obviously all the promoters are going to want to sign you to a world title match. Cover. cover. Hooks the outside leg and dumb. Willie Mack kind of reminds me of uh, I don't even want to say stepping stone because the national junkyard dog. Great import on its own, but it's certainly the holder. He looks like a heavyweight version of Rich Swan. Yeah, he. I think he teamed with Rich Swan at Bound for Glory. That was okay. his teammate. Yeah. Just with the beard and the the mini afro and all that, he just he looks like a heavyweight version of of Rich Swan. 
Yeah, wouldn't it have been nice if Tony was already sitting there so Jim wouldn't have to run up the damn ramp? I know, right? What do you think about these guys not wearing elbow pads? I, I'm not a big fan of, of wrestling without elbow pads, and here's why. It's very easy to catch your elbow on something or somebody. Wouldn't you get rug burn too easy? Oh, it happens. It happens a lot, yeah. Ring burn. Now he's got the Magna Claw on Willie Mac now. Where his family is going to be living the following day, and in some cases, and he dreamed of this opportunity on a big stage to be a, a major Both guys wearing red. Organization. And he is so close. This match isn't going to go long, folks. These guys have already had a heck of a night's work. It's a war. Isn't going to go long. It's already gone pretty long, Jim. Uh-oh. Willie Mack. Willie Mack. Oh. Back down. Thought he was powering up there. It looks like he's the got to keep those shoulders up. Big Mac. I, mean, you know, I like that, the Mac attack, though. That's, that's nice. Should be the name of his finisher. I'm sure it probably is. What? Oh, I thought he said, I see some blood. I was like, from what? There's two. Arms dropped twice. Almost, but no, no, it didn't go all the way down. Willie Mac got to Come rest. on, Willie. Come on, Willie. We got one. We got two. He breaks it on the three. Shoots off the ropes. Willie Mac. Wow, that's a massive man to catch. Holy shit. Fall away slam. Like I said, I'm pretty sure Willie Mack has signed with Impact, so the Sam Shaw guy is sadly going to be this champion. Not necessarily. I mean, we did just see the NWA title in Ring of Honor, so... Yeah, it can happen, but... God, rest hold city. They did just wrestle... I understand that, but that's what happens when Fatal four-way elimination matches to get into this singles match here. Yeah, but, you know, I, that's why I like the lighter guys for the mo most part. Willie Mack about to go to sleep again. Willie Mack was a part of Lucha Underground, PWG, and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Willie Mack giving Samuel Shaw the finger. Holy shit. Willie Mack had a developmental deal with NXT, but he got released before he ever arrived. They can't afford to pay him, probably. No, WWE fired him because a medical test found something wrong with his blood pressure and his knee. So there you go. He says he was fired because they signed Apollo Crews at the same time. Which man 
We got a slowly getting up here. Yeah. Oh, good clothesline. Yeah, he teamed with Rich Swan and beat uh, Matt Seidel and Ethan Page last week in New York for Impact. So now he is with Impact again. Uh, it didn't say that he was signed, so maybe he will win here. For a second, I thought he was going to do a Bronco Buster. Willie Mack. Oh. Kip up. Standing, Standing moonsault. One, two. Oh, that was two, David. David counts a two. David, you mean Brian? Brian, I mean, sorry. Brian Hepner. Wow. Brian Hebner. The crowd is chanting for Willie Mack. So they are about to be very that was, disappointed. That was as close to a two as I've ever seen. Close I mean, to a three? That was, or yeah, close to a three. Uh, that's probably his finisher, so. One, two, kicks out. I guess that wasn't his finisher. Damn, I'm with you, dude. His tattoo looks like shit. Well, it's just because it's, it's like, like solid color. Yeah, you can't it's all even just solid def- color. So one solid fucking... Oh, flips him off! Oh! Mr. Swanton Bomb. And now oh, Mac. Mac with a stunner! Oh, and he sold it like The Rock. Conveniently one, bounced back two, into the ring. Third. Oh, come on! Holy shit! Well, that got the crowd fired up. Dude, the, oh man, dude, Brian Hetner's. Even Willie Mack is saying, like, what the Brian fuck? Brian Hetner's getting flipped off by fans on that one. That was, holy hell, that was a three. I hope they didn't fuck it up and they just have to repeat it. I think that's what happened because that was a fucking three if there ever was one. I'm telling you. That see, was the go home, man. See, that. Super kick, that's it. Well, I usually don't like a lot of, you know, near falls in matches, but these have been okay. God, look at, there's nothing on, it's like he got a lot of bad tattoos and tried to cover them And they just covered it up with one solid thing. Just make it black. Crowd, really behind Willie Mack. There's... Dude, there's somebody picking up a chair to try to Uh hand. Oh, sweet chin music. He's, He's tuning up the band. I don't think Sam Shaw's super kick is in the same realm. This is also a stupid strategy because it lets you, your opponent know you're coming. Another stunner. Flipped him off Whoa, again. Oh, man. He sold that shit like Scott Hall. Holy hell. He did it. Mac is your new... NWA National Heavyweight Champion. 
Willie Mack, congratulations, man. That was an outstanding match. I really enjoyed that match. Uh, I didn't like all the rest holds in it. I oh, did. Magnum just hands him the belt through the ropes. They made such a big deal about it, but he just handed it through the ropes. Jeez. That is holds it upside down. Beautiful. That is fucking that. The highest, like the the spots they built to were really good, but like I just thought the the middle part was. That's really been match good. of the night so far, in my opinion. And that's nothing against Tim Storm or Penelope Ford or anybody else. That's just no. I, I liked. Uh, Match. I like the cruiserweight match with Bennett and uh, Laredo was probably my favorite. So far, anyway. Well, and the jazz match would probably be uh, up there for me as well. I thought that was a really good match. I mean, it's like a squash match, but yeah. Until he throws it in the bin. On Impact Wrestling. And so happy for Willie Mack. But now that we have a new national champion, we've talked about it before, this paves the way to the 10 pounds of gold. And we can't talk about the 10 pounds of gold without talking I hope they made sure that belt only weighs like 9.5 pounds. Well, that's exactly right. As you know, Joe, at All In, there was a situation where Nick Aldis believes that uh, they're gonna re. There's. They aired this earlier. I don't want to see this again. It was good, but seeing it once was enough. Yeah. So Nick Aldis blames Brandy Rhodes for the whole thing. Again, a woman I hold. So this is gonna be the story of this match. But Cody used his wife as a human shield. Not exactly what I would call the most chivalrous way to become the world's heavyweight champion. <laughs> I did like his interview, though. NWA 17. I could have lobbied to have great pair of glasses. Nicholas. Oh yeah, he teased bringing a woman of his own, but it won't be who you think. So it's not gonna be Mickey, right? He's not bringing his real wife with him, right? Nick Aulis, yeah. aka Mr. James, Magnus, Mr. Mickey James. Is to allow Brandy to be there. See, because, yeah, they'll cut to it. So See. Instead of eliminating the liability of your lovely wife, I've, I've gotten some other lady. Allow me to introduce Brooke Hogan. My insurance policy. Oh, no fucking way. Is it really Brooke? No, I don't know. It's some lady with blonde hair. It's blonde. It does look like Brooke Hogan, though. Well, I don't know. Her boobs aren't big enough. From the side view there, you couldn't really tell. You saw blonde hair, beach blonde hair, super tan. So I'm not, I'm not sure. Probably like Velvet Sky or something like that. Damn, I'm curious now. Well, maybe they were just cold, Cornette. It was cold as hell today. 
Which doesn't make any sense. It was cold as shit, which isn't cold either. It was just cold. Oh, look at these jobbers they got. No, these ain't jobbers, let me tell you. No, not Road Warrior Animal, the other guys. We have what looks to be a very strange and controversial one coming up right now. It looks like a man, a mannequin, and a lady. With the Road Warrior Animal going up against... The kingdom of Josephus. You know this Josephus. Josephus. He is, he is oh, so he's like their Bray Wyatt, I guess. This guy, well, your original glow star standing right over there in the corner. Who's that? Oh, and look who it is. You'll see in a minute. Road Warrior Animal. In a t-shirt. And his spikes. Which he should wrestle in. There's Jax, man. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I swear to God. If you have never seen Jax Dane, this man is without a doubt a massive, powerful, legendary wrestler. A, a, a legend in his time, a man that I am proud to call a friend and honored to, to see why in the hell he's not in WWE or New Japan, I don't know. But this man is massive his abilities outstanding literally this could very easily become match of the night i i don't think so just with not a chance not with these people the kingdom of josephus all right Social media, you didn't accept the challenge of the kingdom of Josephus. Are you afraid that these strong and empowered women behind me are going to defeat you in that ring tonight? They will defeat you tonight. First, we have my spiritual advisor. I don't know those two women. Wait a minute. He's not going to give them their real name. She's never even been in an arena until tonight. I, I highly doubt that. She's probably she been to a concert. That the three of you do not have, and no one in this crowd or no one at home has. A vagina. And that's beauty. I think that's kind of given. Well, that may be debatable also, but we won't go oh, there Well, there's right no now. women in the crowd. That's why I was making she has to sneak up on breakfast. And her partner tonight is Hollywood from the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Oh, okay. Yes. Hollywood. She's been a pioneer in was, was she in Super Clash in the brawl? I don't think so. Oh, she might have been. Hollywood. Good friend of mine. She's a great... I mean, paved the way, especially through the original glow. Like a big blood drowner. I don't know uh, why he's 
promising this violence. I don't know, but Hollywood's wearing some big ass fucking spikes, heels. If she's actually gonna wrestle, I'm a little worried for Jax here. Oh, here we go with the shenanigans. God. Jack's dating Crimson, the War Kings. They, they're saying they don't want to fight women. And they. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. What's. Who the. I can't see with the spotlight. Who the hell is Shannon that? Moore. Moore and Crazy Steve. What? Shannon Moore. And Crazy Steve. And Crazy Steve. He grew up with the Hardys, but he has changed his look considerably since I last uh, saw him. And that's Crazy Steve. But they Crazy just, Steve. What a shitty well, name. I guess they must be Are they done already? The oh, no, we're not done. Well, they got an advantage by jumping the War Kings from behind, but that lasted, lasted very a short period of time. It was fleeting for certain. About as long as my second marriage. Crazy Steve getting some punishment there, but look at that up on the shoulder. Man, Jax is just Shannon holding Shannon Moore. Shannon Moore, though. Pushes him in. Shannon's going up to the apron. Springboard. Moonsault to Jax. Shannon Moore hits it from the apron. Inside. Crimson takes a drop kick to the knee. We got an uppercut. Crimson. Crimson's got bad arm tats, too. Shannon Moore, by the way, a member of Three Count, the most legendary faction in the history of pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, right? Shannon Moore still pretty much looks like the same from his uh, WWECW run. Oh man, he's put some weight on. This guy, if he had a follower named Squeaky, he would remind me all the more of Charles Manson, this Josephus. And he gets these weirdos to do his bidding. Cannonball. You don't see guys like Crazy Steve. You know, you don't see anybody named Crazy Steve because it probably means you're in jail. Crazy Steve <laughs> tags in Shannon Moore. We got a one count on it. Where did he find a bald-headed woman? I don't know. Did you watch uh, WWE a few years ago? There was a bald-headed woman. Shannon Moore. Straight Edge Society. I wonder if that's the same woman. It's not. Okay. She was in the Mayhem Classic last year with full head of hair. Was she? Yeah. She made it to the second round, I think. Oh, sit out power bomb. Not a spine buster. Crimson. Never got the WCW titles, though. So. Jax, man, he is tearing up. Crazy Steve. God, dude. I, I'm telling you, seriously, ladies and gentlemen, you don't understand how massive this man truly is until you see him in person. He just looks like Ryback. No, he's so much bigger and thicker than Ryback. Uh, he's going to do a double uh, attitude adjustment here. Uh-oh, buffering. We're buffering. Technical difficulties. 
try to fix it. Well, it fixed itself. Jack Stane. Oh. Well, I wonder what he did with him. Because <laughs> it skipped ahead. Sorry. They just dropped him. Yeah, he let him get down gently. Electric chair for Crazy Steve. What's he? Oh, Doomsday device right in front of Animal. Oh no, didn't do that. It was gonna be a Doomsday device, but Crimson got pulled off the uh, apron there. Crimson going at Shannon. Shannon ducks it. Shannon gets dropped over the top rope. Josephus has just been taken out by the two ladies, and I use that term. I don't even know why I use that term. Nevertheless, they're ladies. Josephus Jim. is out of here. Yeah, right, it's Shannon Moore. Oh, oh that's top. it. Oh, 3D. good God. Zero. This is an, like an F5 into a 3D. Brutal. So, uh,. Yeah, Bocephus. Uh, Jax and uh, Crimson. Road Warrior Animal walking out as the, uh, obviously, as the winners. Animal spent more time on his face paint than he did uh, in, uh, in this match. Oh, here comes. We've got Cornette. Cornette, good. They took my advice. He just wants to talk to Animal, though. He doesn't give a fuck about these guys. Blocking, get out of the way, Jax. There you go. He could eclipse the fucking moon, man. He really could. He's that big. He's a wide man. Yeah, he's hit you with a tennis racket many a time. Is it bad that I want Cornette to take a Doomsday device right now? Uh, he's going to announce tag titles or something. Oh no, it's charity shit. It's their version of Connor's Cure here. Crockett Foundation, obviously. Wow, he's cutting it just like a LOD promo. He should have started it with like, well, just like Hawk did. Oh, his mohawk is hanging on for dear life. Age has caught up with Road Warrior Animal. I love Animal. No, face paint helps, though. Because you really can't tell that much. Oh, boy. Oh, fuck, yes! The return of the Crockett Cup in 2019. Hell, yes! So it'll, uh... Fuck yeah! So if you win it, you you sell it to Ted Turner after a couple of years? This is fucking awesome. That's huge. Explain the Crockett Cup. Crockett Cup is a tag team tournament. And it basically was the winners of the tournament got a chance they were number one contenders immediately following that night after winning the tournament 
competed for the tag titles, the NWA tag team titles. And so this is... Is it named after... It is named after Jim Crockett. Junior or senior? Senior. Oh, okay. David Crockett, I got. I'm going to shoot David a message here. This is awesome. I want. I want to be a part of this. So this is. This is great. This ain't makeup. It's face paint. I am pumped. Okay. Why did the audio just spike up? Showing a video here. All in highlights from Cody winning the belt. I as every this, single this, other this person. Is, uh, the main event's next. We're done with everything else. Well, I is was two out of three falls, so it's going to be a long match. Maybe. But, but I as well as everyone else popped for Cody Rose to win the NWA title. Yeah, so he won the NWA title on a show that he booked. Big deal. Doesn't matter. A man who has paved ground of of just saying, you know what, man, I'm done. I'm done. I you're you're not using me the way you want me to be. You, you the way I feel like I should be used. I'm just gonna go on my own. And not only did he go on his own, but he did it and he made it successful. He made it stand out. He made it great. I, uh, I'm very, I was, I was very happy to see that. Well, here comes Tony Schiavone for his one match. Oh, here's your Dory We got Funk. Dory! Where is she looking? Oh, someone told her to turn around. Oh, Cornette's busting on her. I love that he can't work the mute button. Oh, she had to read it off the card. Oh my god. If you don't know this, she does not need to be doing this. If you don't know who Dory Funk is. Dory Funk Jr., former NWA champion. Uh Uh-oh. It's amazing to be here as a part of the National Wrestling Alliance. And the people that need to be thanked the most Amazing, he's still are alive. you, the wrestling fans, who have backed NWA and restarted my career, for that matter. Thank you very much, all of you. You deserve a hand. Okay. That's it. Oh, he's letting the crowd go. That's how you work a crowd. Let them settle back down so they'll listen. The promotion... Billy Corbin. Billy and Corbin. In the National Wrestling Alliance 70th anniversary. Good enough. I was first exposed to the National Wrestling Alliance. When He's I was got his WWE Hall of Fame ring on. In 1948. Uh-huh. That's 70 years ago. I've been a part of it. So this is his birthday. Through my father, Dory Funk Sr., who was a part of the very first board of directors, along with Sam Mushnick, 
Sam Mushnick, it's a legendary name in wrestling. I want one of these pins, though. That is an awesome, that's a beautiful pin of the NWA title. I'm sure it's probably like 25 bucks. Bullshit. Yeah. I'm sure that's what it's going for. I'll look it up. The price. NWA lapel pins. National. Uh, Dory's cracking the whip out there. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Tony, who looks like he's been hitting the bar the whole time. Tony. Oh, yeah. It's like we've gotten the way back machine, you and me, Tony. We're in our element. Boy. Tony's not wearing that pin. And 28 years, and I still weigh exactly the same thing that I did then, and you... I just wanted to make sure... Oh. Calling Tony fat. Jeez, what an asshole. Oh. Oh, Dory is whipping the air. He's cracking the lip. Uh -oh. I told you. Oh, Billy Corgan promo. Absolutely incredible of what he's been able to do in just about one year as as the head of the NWA. Well, you know, he has taken a product and he has taken something that... Tony Schiavone, the uh, lead commentator on MLW, Major League Wrestling. It's resurgence or reemergence because the NWA was always on the Used to be a uh, Braves minor league baseball announcer and worked at Starbucks for the Rome Braves. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, oh, they, moved, they moved to Gwinnett. Oh, they okay. I think. Or no, the AAA team's in Gwinnett. The, the double A is in Rome? I don't remember. They're all in Georgia. It's the only minor league system where all the teams are like in the same state as the actual team. They're not selling those lapel pins from what I can tell. I told you, bro. Damn, I you can get a hat for the 70th anniversary for 27 bucks, so I bet you that lapel pin would be about the same price if they sold it. These are the only six people they could get to show up. Dory Funk Jr., Tim Storm. Jeff Jax. Colt Cabana. Blue Demon Jr. and Double J. Jeff Jarrett. Former NWA champions. Someone helped Dory in. Jeez. The man is in his fucking late 80s. We saw Dory Funk, we heard from him. Dory Funk held the NWA World Heavyweight title show for over 1,500 days. That's a, that's quite a feat. And I, I know it was back 69 to 73, I understand that. And I know wrestling has changed, but still, regardless of what era you're in, 
you got to think that that is absolutely amazing. Well, in the jeans and the Funk family, obviously, Dory Funk Sr. I like how Colt Cabana changed into his street clothes. He's like, fuck wearing these tights the rest of the night. Seventy-five years, but Dory and Terry Funk, the only brother combination ever to hold the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. A tremendous family. Are they going to be in a circle? What the fuck are they doing? You would think these pro wrestlers would know. Jeff was helping them. You would think they would know where to stand. The hard camera's on the wrong side. That's the problem. It's to the left. It should be to the right. Remember how awesome those all-in entrances were? Ah, uh, here comes Nick Aulis. Who, who's the mystery woman? It could be Brooke Hogan, truthfully. I don't think it's Brooke Hogan. It's going to be one of those impact women. Who's going to be at his, in his, at his side? Well, I'm not familiar. I'm intrigued now. It's, they've hooked me. They have hooked me because I'm intrigued who this woman is. He comes on his time. So, Camilla Kane. Camilla, Camilla Kane. Kane. Who is Camilla Kane? Jim Cornette doesn't know who she is. Nick Aldis has picked quite a competitor to be at his side. Look at the size of her. Well, obviously, he has gone out because even Nick Aldis won't physically harm a female. He has that much honor. Hmm. Look at her. Camilla Kane? Camilla Kane. I don't know. I'm not sure who she is, which is my... I've had a lot of concussions, so... I'll have to bear with me here. Oh, her last name's not spelled like the mayor of Knox County. No, K-R-C-A-N-E, I'm assuming. Did he see her before he jumped off the corner, or did he go ahead and jump off the corner when she he saw her? He said that was Camille a moment Kane. And took the title away. Camille Kane. It could be Camille Kane. What a lame reveal, though. When I have to like Google who the lady is. His insurance policy. Cody, name redacted. The crowd here at the asylum on their feet for the American Nightmare, the holder of Okay, I can't find gold. her, so. I'll tell you something. Camille. He should be coming out in his Stardust shit. Not bringing out his New Japan title with him, though. He's got his weight belt, though. Brandy's dressed like uh, Dustin. Well, he's got... Oh, I guess 10 pounds of gold. That's why they're gold. Oh, he's showing the guns, and we cut away. And we cut back after he's done with it. Man, 
They need you running the fucking cameras. Not to, I wouldn't be a good cameraman, but I can cut. I know when to cut. You need. Away. That's what I'm saying. You need to be producing this whole damn thing. Look how many. He's got so much. That belt was meant for big men. He's got a lot of room in that belt. I'm thinking he drops it tonight. What a random fact. Jim Cornette knows all the NWA champs have come through Nashville. He's had a week for Harley Race, right? He barely got out of the Atlanta city limits with it. That's right. I love you, Tommy. Sign of respect there from Dory Funk Jr. to Cody Rhodes. Look at that smile, the confidence, the cool of the champion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is two out of three falls for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Introducing first, he is the challenger. Accompanied to the ring by Camille, weighing in at 240 pounds from Kingsley. So maybe that was the problem. Camille King. The national treasure of the National Wrestling Alliance. How are you spelling? And now, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the champion, accompanied by Brandy Rhodes, weighing in at 200. I don't know. I, I can't find it. I am about to give up. He is the reigning, defending NWA World Heavyweight Champion, the American Nightmare. Cody! Boy, look at that collection of wrestling talent, both past and present, Joe. Listen to this crowd here. That's now. not her. She's dead. Okay. I've given up on this. I don't care that much. But for such a big reveal, for you to have to Google it, it's like, why even do it? He brought up other elements of the match that he didn't like, like Earl's officiating, like when Cody was down, he didn't do a 10 count. Oh, Brian's delivering the speech. The mic doesn't work. So Earl, you're good enough to ref the match, but you can't speak anymore. Sorry. Whereas it's a lot longer drive to Kings Lynn in the United Kingdom. It certainly is. I've known Cody since he wrestled in high school, for Lasseter High School. He was a dominant state heavyweight champion, and he was he was a legend in the amateur ranks before he became a professional wrestler. Okay, that's why we're not spelling it. Put this in. K-A-M-I-L-A-K-A-I-N-E. Okay, we'll go to her Wikipedia. What's her deal? Camilla Kane. Anyway, all this brought up other elements of the match that he didn't like the ref's work. Yeah. 
So they could have gone that direction. Oh, Code of Honor? Yes. Code of Honor. Nick Aldis now face. Nice to see a showing of sportsmanship between these two elite athletes as we get the first lockup of the matchup. Collar and elbow tie-up. Going to the way you start any blood feud. Feeling each other out, even well, absolutely. Experience at all in. I mean, that was that was a couple months ago. A lot of a lot can change with your offense in that time. Well, once again, the, the dynamic has completely changed because in Chicago. Cody was trying to win. Aldis was trying to retain. Now the situation is reversed, and Tony, as you know, you're still trying to win if you're trying to retain. <laughs> whether you're a champion just trying to get by and retain, or whether you're a challenger, you have to go all out to win. It, it changes. I like that he calls himself the American Nightmare, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because nothing. If you look at Cody Rhodes, nothing about him says nightmare. Yeah, like. If he looked like the Undertaker, he could be the nightmare. Showing that conditioning off. Yeah, all this is what about thirty pounds heavier. Right. So naturally, as the match wears on, come on, guys. Come into play and be a little bit stronger than than all this because all this is carrying that that weight around. But I don't know if that's so true, Jim. I have seen so many videos of Nick Aldis just working out. His cardio is absolutely impeccable for a guy. So you know, this guy watches Nick Aldis workout videos. Uh, Tony is just not adding anything in his one match. Naturally, you're going to have a little more gas to tank, even if you're an elite level athlete when you're not carrying that much weight around. But Aldis is in great shape, and the thing is, the shorter it goes, Aldis is going to go out as he is now, and he's going to try to win this thing. A lot of power there by Nick Aldis driving the shoulder, and Cody looking to hit the reset button, but Camille locking eyes. She's as tall as Cody. I was about to say that. She is if she's got heels on or something. Well, Earl Hebner's short. Referees are tradi- Oh, good camera work again. Hey, not all referees are short, damn it. I'm 6'3". Well, that's why you're not getting booked on the shows, because you can't be taller than the wrestlers. Here on the asylum for this main event match. Big fight Test feel strength. Coming. I just wonder how much the anger that, that Nick felt and it's uh, we have seen on the videos leading up to this match. She is five foot ten. Okay, yeah, she's not that tall then. Bull City, North Carolina. I mean, 5'10", I guess, for a female is tall, though. That's almost six feet tall. Yes, as a pro wrestler, you don't want to be on your back. Well, sorry I'm not uh, calling a lot of moves here, but there haven't been a lot of moves. We're kind of, it is, it's a two out of three fall, so it's a lot of filling out process here. Cody's hugging the fans. Literally embracing the champion. 
So just take a count out loss here. It's already been more than 10 seconds. Cody's tights are okay. I just I don't like his cod piece. I think it's so weird. He has a cod piece. What? Tony, it's the fucking title match. I always thought that once you're in the ring, it was one on one, and you could shut all that out. And some of the great oh, he means having the managers doesn't matter. Or the crowd. The crowd cheering, the crowd doing. Well, but, you know, and Aldis can do that, and Aldis will take Good. it. Good. I'm glad delayed, Jim's shutting him down. You know, Look well at that. Tony, you've seen when the American Dream was in trouble. When his back was against the wall, and he heard those people. Into another cover, shoulders down, so close. Those so fans could bring Dusty. What time is it, Patrick? It is 9.30. 9.30. We're going to be done by 10. Not bad. I thought it was actually going to be earlier. I thought, since it gave the central time start, I thought this thing started at 6. Oh, Flatliner, Chris Canyon nod. R.I.P. The self-rock bottom. Let me go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to feel real bad if she's a friend of mine. She's not. On Facebook. If you didn't know how to spell her name. And I am not. Listen, I... You're obsessed with wrestling women. You know all their names. You know wrestling women that I've never heard of, and so you don't know this one. All this, oh, German suplex to Cody. Going for another one. Oh, suplex city. The crowd just does not care for Nick Aldis. Brain buster. The National Treasure. He named himself after a Nicolas Cage movie. Over the eyes of the champion, and look at that Cody. Looking or is that Ben Stiller? Right no, that's Camille. Night at the Museum. Well, but now Camille's got Earl Hebner over her shoulder for. I don't know if Earl Hebner can handle a woman like that. I'm not even meeting in that particular. I just don't like tights where you put you put stuff over your crotch. Why is this? Why? It's just weird. If you're gonna wear pants, just wear pants like a normal person. Don't try to have it both ways. It looks like you're wearing your underwear over your pants. The strength advantage, and look at the lats and the delts and the pecs and all those other things that I Actually, I guess Nick Aldis would be the Scott Putsky of this show. It says a lot about Nick Aldis when every other TNA... You know, person got signed by the WWE, but he didn't. Because there's nothing going on in the ring. That's why she was over there. She was having a chat. What did Cody do? Cody just hurt himself from nothing. It's very strange. I've spent enough time looking for this. Uh, yeah, I will find okay. out more about her and let, let the world know, but... 
thank you. Yes, do a full research project on this woman that we'll probably I will. never it, see again. And no, it looks like I am friends with her. Uh, I'm not going to give her personal name out. Um, which is upsetting, so I will have to reach out to her and apologize. Uh, but I will do research on her, and maybe we can even get a, a quick little uh, interview up with her, or get some uh, some comments that she makes or something. But we'll try to check in on it. Cody's got a shoulder up one. Off a bow and arrow. That was impressive, though. Boy, this has been a really bad match. So it's far. well, it's it's classic chain wrestling. It's classic NWA wrestling at its best. And no. you're not a big chain wrestler fan, but I am. It's I, not, I love. It's not even chain wrestling. It's nothing. It's not doing anything. Bounce off ropes. They're taking a long time from their impact moves to. Regroup. Well, they're playing. And they're bailing outside a lot. They're gonna go an hour easy. So, what time did you say it was? Nine. We are nine thirty-four, sir. Okay, so they got twenty more minutes, I guess. Oh, they'll go past that. Well, anyway, the start time. I. I read the start time. They gave the start time in Central Time, so I was like, "Oh, six o'clock. This is awesome. We'll be done by nine. I thought I thought six o five was what I was being shown. So I thought I was like, "Wow, we're shooting it back to actual." In Central Time, I think that's what time it actually did start. Power slam nearly got the first fall for Cody. Cody's got a uh, jammed finger. From yeah, like I said, nothing. The camera didn't catch it. I just caught him trying to pull it, put it back into place. He's dislocated it somehow. Disaster kick. One, two, and a kick out at two. I guess you could say it was the results were disastrous. He's really pissed off about his finger being fucked up. Dude, it is, it's pretty ugly looking from a quick distance. It's swelling pretty bad. That's true. Some some huge matches. Uh, NWA World Title matches to be held in Nashville throughout the years. Like when Ken Shamrock won the first NWA TNA championship. Well, I go back to Chi-Town with... Uh, or when Ron the Truth Killings won the NWA title. Chi-Town with, um, with Ric Flair and, and Ricky Steamboat. It's just... Uh, that wasn't in Nashville. Well, that wasn't Chi Town. What in Nashville? Chi Town would be in Chicago. That's why it's a Chi Town Rumble. Oh, well, I'm not I'm not Chi Town. They had what one was ma- it? It I was think they um, had a match in Nashville. It it wasn't the Chi Town one. It was um. I forgot what pay per view that was on. But yeah, they had a match there though. It was part of their three. That was. Chi Town's what started it. It ended in Nashville. That's right. I apologize. I miss uh miscommunicated miscommunicated there. 
Cody with a leg sweep. Yeah, That's there good. There we go. Figure four. Figure four. Post up, do the figure eight. Yeah. Do a Charlotte tribute. An Ashley Flair tribute. Watching a lot of tape, he wrestled him. Oh no. no. Yes, he is, Tony. Good observation. If you can't turn that hold and reverse the pressure, the rope break is really the only way out. It's like a, almost like an Indian death lock in that sometimes you can't, even the referee has to help the man applying it get untangled. Cody right now needs to go right back to the legs. Right back to the knees. You see how much pain all this is in. Yeah, right but instead he's just standing back. there. Why are we only having... I'm with you on this. Why are we only having Shivani call one? Well, based on his performance, I can see why. Oh, Texas Cloverleaf. Cloverleaf! He taps! Imagine that. The the underdog goes up one nothing. Cody's got to go two straight. He's got, he gets a minute of rest. The other Hebner is in to calm Cody down. Oh wow, we're getting new refs for each. So now Earl is in. Uh oh. Who is in the pocket of Cody at All In is what all this accused him of. So maybe that's how Cody gets this victory here. In the man's finish, as we'll see here. Yeah, he tapped. He knew he could not get to the ropes, and he wasn't going to get out of that thing. It was picture perfect, dead center of the ring. Or just save yourself from. That's what I'm thinking. He and he's he's hurting, but he's not. He was smart. Right. He he tapped out quick. To, to knowing full well he was caught in the middle. He had to go ahead and get out of the hold. He had nowhere to go. To avoid damage, he went ahead and took the one loss, and he's like, well, I'll just make it up on the... Right. That's, I mean, yeah, that's just smart. No timer to tell us how much is left. I think all this is going to walk right into a crossroads. <laughs> oh, no. Got out of the ring. Uh, Earl, do the count. Do a quick count here, Earl. Earl well, Earl's going to try to pass something over. Oh, drinking water. That's beautiful. <laughs> Lovely. Oh. Nick Hollis. Smart. Wrestle the smart match, buddy. Go to the concession stand. Oh, Cody. Too bad the camera missed that as well. Suicide dive from Cody to Aldis. Now they're battling on the ramp. 
Jack's in danger. He's got to get in the ring. I was going to say, come on. Get Earl. him in there. Earl is the worst. Look at... Some of the between these two guys is coming to... Oh, coming to the four. Earl's getting Earl's getting winded. Earl, just stay in the fucking ring. Oh shit! Camera guys down. We're back to the hard camera. Oh please. Look. Oh man, Cody's him. helping him up. Cody helping him up. You all right? Yeah, we're good. All right, let's go. Well, he wants us for his highlight reel. Throw him in the first row. Get the count. That is exactly yeah. what he's fucking doing. Throw him down into the first row. Get the handcuffs out. Cuff that motherfucker to the guardrail. Get in the ring, Cody. Cody's going. Uh, he's going to sprint around the ring. Oh no. This is not going to be pretty. Cody's going. He's no. like, nah. Oh. Camille got in his way. Unlike Nick Aldis, who will hit a woman, as we saw it all in, Cody will not. Well, I'll tell you what, I know several people have been cut off by Camille, Cody, but that's a different this, story. I know you fed me that. The 10 count thing I'm sorry. Call me nitpicky. This is Grover. Yeah. Don't go through the table. We don't own it. <laughs> the asylum owns that table. Come on, guys. Is it bothering you that bad they're not in the ring? It bothers me more that Earl isn't doing his job in a title match. It's not just a throwaway match. Look at this. DQ. DQ. Oh, hit him with D fucking Q right there. He just lost the world title. Look at that. Hits him with a damn. Holy shit. Hit him with a garbage can. Full of garbage, by the way. Full of garbage. I just saw Magnum back over in the corner there. He's watching this. Yeah, he's probably shaking his head in disgust. Super kick. Wish we could have seen it. Oh, it missed. We The camera. Oh, he called a fan. We're checking on the fan. He called a fan with a super kick. No, it doesn't. Well, I guess. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, my gosh. The camera was spun around. I thought I was on the merry-go-round. They are at the concession stand. We're at the concession stand. Oh, grab us a Coke. Nick Aldis, grab a Coke. Nick Aldis is... Oh, getting he's getting a drink. He's getting it. Oh, yeah. Hit him with a Coke. Filled it up and hit him with a Coke. Plunder. His father would be so proud. Beautiful, some plunder, baby. Some plunder, baby. Oh, beautiful. Okay, guys. Oh, rake the eyes. All us. Yeah, some leeway. Uh, it's been a lot of leeway, yeah. Holy shit. Wish I could see this. I didn't know the main event is when I'd actually want to be there live so I could actually see where the wrestlers went. I didn't know that. Oh, nice shot there. Uh, <laughs> Do you, you like that at Camille's ass? Very odd that the cameraman... It, 
It's also very odd that it looks like she's posted for her next spot. Like, she's already in place. Why would you watch the fucking show instead of holding up your phone? I hate this shit. Why would you want to watch this on your fucking phone when you're there? And you can watch the actual match on YouTube probably later on. Oh, slams him. All this slam Cody on the apron. right there in front of Jackson Tim Storm. Oh, hey, whoa! Are the former champs going to attack Aldis for some reason? Uh, he yeah. just pie faced Colt Cabana. He just pie faced Colt Cabana. Why would the NWA champs though like Cody Rhodes though? It's in his in blood. It's in his blood. It's in well, his, the name. It's in his blood. I just think they would support Aldis because he's an NWA only guy. Oh, here we go. Oh, now Earl's saying no. Yeah. Fuck you, Earl. Fuck. We can you. do a coke. All right. Garbage can. Do a garbage can full of garbage. We'd be out of the ring for ten minutes. But the chair is too far. Let Brandy go smack him with the chair. He just pulled something. What's he pulling? Oh, we got a table. Public Enemy would be proud here. That is very true. Public Enemy would be oh, proud. Oh, look at that saw right down the middle. That's not saw down the middle. Yeah, it was. Bullshit. Yeah, on the Bullshit. other side. Oh, no, it's a legit table, of course. Count Aldous! There is one man in the ring, and one is not. He's not even going to use it right. He's going to prop it in the corner. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you only get one fucking table, and you're going to waste it on a corner spot. Tim Storm's like, don't use that table. I always tell him you're better than this. Hey, Tim, why don't you tell Earl to fucking count all this? Cody's going to deck him. Oh, seen it coming. Cody decks him. Oh, he's definitely losing now. He's getting speared through that fucking table. And Cody needs to fixate on beating Nick Aldis and tying his thing up instead of worrying about punishing Aldis. Unless he's setting up his next Oh! I think that was low. Was that low? Does it matter, Jim? At this point in time, I don't believe it matters too much. Oh, we're out of two. With that DDT. Well, we know Furl's... Knows the finish. God, won't count the three. Fuck, that's the truth. Uh oh, Cody's feeding into the table. Blade. That would be a good idea. That would be a great idea. Brandy, get involved. Camille, we need Camille. She's oh, she's like, oh hell no! She's take out her earrings. Oh hell no! Oh, that's what the refs were taking okay, away. No, Not blades. Camille is gonna spear Brandy through the table. Ref, throw them out. Cody's trying to get his. Oh wait a minute! Running knee by Nick Aldis, Cody pushes Brandy Rhodes down. These women are a distraction. <laughs> women are a distraction. That is right. Man, Jim Cornette hates women. I am with Cornette. They're not even going to use... They're getting booed. 
<laughs> they took the table away. Pump handle wham. Jim, I agree the women were a distraction. Damn, I love Earl, but whoa, this is rough, bro. Well, you can't bring a table into the ring and not use it. Oh, Brandy's got a wedgie. You can't do that. That's like teasing a leap off the hell in a cell and then saying, nah, I think I'll just get down. <laughs> Brian's like, no, no table spots. Tim, Tim's going to be like, you're better than this, Nick. Do it, do it. Do it fairly, guys. Oh, the table spot was supposed to be out here, do it, do it fairly, guys. Come on, now. Yeah, even though you've already both fucking cheated. I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, man, so much is bowing already with just Cody on it. He's like, please don't break. Please don't break. <laughs> Cody's like, I'm trying. He's, like, yeah, he's, he's trying not to move. He's trying to split his legs to keep as less weight off there as possible. That table is in distress. I told you it was cut down the middle. It's not cut down the middle. It's just extremely... Is Earl going to DQ him for this? That is ridiculous. He's moving out of the way. Oh! And he did. What a terrible camera cut there, too. Did he play? No, he just got indentions in his head. Table bump. Table bump. Right there with his knee, he broke it. Well, it sucks because, yeah, the table was mostly broken when he went through it. You know what pisses me off? Wasn't a lot of gift. Okay, JR. You fucking stole that line. Fuck you, Jim. How do you learn how to fall off a 15 foot ladder? That's Jim fucking Ross called that. Get a new playbook. Here we go, crossroads. He's got him up. Yeah, crossroads. That's it. One, two, three. Imagine tied that. up. Imagine that a two out of three falls match is going to go to the third fall. It's true. It's damn true. Very rare. Mainly for Earl. <laughs> Cody's like, Earl, get the fuck out of here. This is awful. Let's take a look at this oh, awesome. awesome. Okay. Yeah, I'm worried about his knee there. It did. It buckled under him when he smacked at concrete, though. I think uh, all this is playing possum here. Super kick! Cody's going for crossroads again! Cody's going to the top. Moonsault and missed. Major miscalculation by the champion crashing down into the canvas with that moonsault. 
I really think the major miscalculation was going outside and missing him and yeah. hitting the table. You it's, know, that, that could have been the mistake that we were talking about that all was made still, because I'll tell you, when I came off that scaffold to start K86, my knee was obliterated, but I was able to walk to my car and drive back to my hotel. And then the next morning when I woke up, I couldn't even hop on the other leg. Aldous may be in shock right now. That may be the only thing keeping him on his feet. Running on pure adrenaline. With the grandest prize in all of pro wrestling hanging in the balance. We are tied up one to one. Strike battle. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's jiving. He's juking and jiving. He's like a man. Oh, bionic, bionic elbow. elbow. Which I'll just didn't even go to the mat for. Double count out. We'll see you next time. Oh, bullshit. Is that really what they're going to give us? We're at three. Four. I'm glad they can get the count here. Five. Oh, she done pulled her ass yeah. out. Uh-oh. Camille and Brandy. That shit's going to get difficult. They're probably by at ten by now. Oh, Brandy's going after Brian has stopped counting now, too. He's taken after his father. Oh, she done jumped on Camille's back. If Joey Styles was calling this. Get me! Get me! Get me! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Camille no-sold that. Oh, my neck sort of hurts. Oh. I'll just walk away. Let's go chant Brandy's name here. Camille and Hills running around. Oh, done took out fucking referee. Earl. No, it's not her. Well, that should have been done. I don't know. At the start of the match. <laughs> they tell you we're going to interfere in the match. Everybody. Damn, even ex-champions. It's it. Everybody. No one at ringside. Hey, they they paid for their ticket. Some of them work tonight. They get to stay. Oh, but just ref can stay. He wanted an equalizer, right? He equalized Brandy. Right now, she's gone. There you have it. Oh, look at this. Oh, what the fuck? Allis just tried to hit crossroads and it looked like shit. Well, I mean, if Cody, if, if I'm taking my own finisher, I'm not going to try to make it look great. <laughs> Uh-oh. Allis going for the Texas Small package roll up. One, two... Leg sweep. Oh. Cody Rhodes going for the you know, Cloverleaf. Dean Malenko tribute spot. Sit down. Sit down. 
except Cody barely has it locked in. Yeah, James. James E. Cornette can call it like I see it. Yeah, there you go. Sit down. Thank you. Nah, he's going to get there now. Yeah, why would you have just joined us? If you paid 25 bucks for this, you probably started from the start. Well, not everybody has. I'm sure people ran late. They spent $25 for one match and are just like, oh, I'll watch the others later. Oh, Randy Orton tribute here. Oh! Dropped him. Draping DDT. That was close. I wouldn't say that. That that's that's I like that comment. I almost feel like that was stolen too. I feel like some of his lines are purposely stolen from other announcers. From other commentators. Cody this Cody's about to lose this match. Uh oh. Oh shit! Tombstone! He hits it! Rest in peace. That's he it. Go for the cover, though. What the fuck is Nick Hollis doing? Oh, he's got to hit that big elbow. Believe the fucking tombstone would pretty much end it. Oh, flips them off. That's it. That's it. It's over. One, two. Oh shit! Nut cutting time. That is true. The dream used to say that a lot. There we go. Nick's going back up to the top rope again. <sighs> uh, that usually a mistake in wrestling. He does. Gets a boot. Cots a boot. Crossroads again. Oh no. No. Clothesline from heck. Kick out from a short arm clothesline. Many of the fans here were convinced that was it. They heard the impact of that clothesline. And both these guys so tired, so exhausted. Every single person here paid for their seat, but they don't need it anymore. This capacity I wouldn't say everybody paid for their, their seat, but okay. Ten o'clock, so we are in overtime now. Having a nice chat. Standing up. Bullshit with each other. Oh. Strike battle again. Got a forearm. Forearms and... Got a fist. Another fist. Ooh. Oh, kick to the chin. Cody. Oh, Cody takes a damn good jab. Shit. Cody's coming out with a couple of jabs here. He's got up to two ahead. Three. Cody's selling of Aldis's punches were, was really good. Aldis not selling so great. Cody coming off the right. What a damn clothesline. Holy he shit. He needed the Rikishi sell. Here we go. Double count out for a fucking two out of three falls match. And now Cody's selling his knee for some reason. 
off a clothesline. Fight forever, they've been fighting forever. It didn't out, happen. It so. However, his father has set a precedent that he's going to let him play. Right? Let, let him, him play. play. So would we have referees arguing with uh -oh. each other? Looking forward again. Looking for the kicks of Cloverleaf. Got all the. His boot comes off. Let's go. Small package roll up. Two. One. Two. Three. Are you ribbon? Nick Aulis. Yep, Again. a one-month title reign for Cody Rhodes. Hey, it's like they had that super ready to go that said his uh, new title champion. New title holder. Why wouldn't you think that all this was winning here tonight? Anyone that was shocked by this, I I have to question. I question it because I really thought Cody would have carried it longer. Well, he's got other he's got other things going on. He can't be showing up to the Nashville Fairgrounds and defending NWA titles when he's got much bigger arenas to wrestle in. Sucks for them because they lose their top draw. Which I know, I mean, he wasn't theirs, but... Jump him <laughs> right there, <laughs> like okay. Boy, Nick Aldis's theme song sucks too. Now Nick Aldis is gonna celebrate with a woman, not his wife. So just that's okay. I just think it's weird when when your wife's a pro wrestler. If your wife wasn't a, a worker. What his wife doesn't know won't hurt, right? I'm sure she's not watching this. <laughs> oh, look at the Hebners getting their shine in. Boo. He's ready to put the belt on. Go home. Wonderful night, terrible audio problems, decent show. Tony did a terrible job in the main event. Yeah, fuck off. Don't come back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he wants to. The NWA history made once 
sorry, and I love Tony Schiavone, but he was. You awesome. do love Tony, but Tony dropped the ball in this one. For I mean, when you're, you're, when you only have one match to call and you put in zero effort. That's it. Go home. That's it. No you're, time to celebrate. Nick Aulis. Lightning is. One Inc. In association with GFW. Nick Aldis is your NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Yes. Well, Patrick, what were your thoughts on NWA, the 70th anniversary? Uh, I liked the show. I thought it was good. And for for true wrestling fans, it had, um, I mean, it had its ups and downs. It had some problems here and there, but... Uh, well, it's production values. It's production people. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, nothing, it's nothing against the talent at all. And the so, um, really weak card as far as talent, you know, is concerned. And that's just because, unlike All In, which was not promoted by a wrestling organization, they were able to get Impact stars and Lucha Underground stars and AAA stars and all these... All these other people that work for promotions could come in and do it. Whereas in this show, you had to be NWA contracted talent or, in Cody's case, the champion. So Yeah, because, I mean, we had uh, the kid from AAA. Yeah. Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid was, like, the only one. And then uh, I think, well, it's like you said, um, from TNA, uh, or from Impact now, um... All right, the new champion. Yeah, Mac, yeah, the Mac. Mac. So uh, Willie Mac. Uh, Willie Mac. Well, I, I actually, I might be wrong. They didn't sign him, but they did. He did work Bound for Glory, and and he was victorious. So it, it's weird that if it, he doesn't come back, right? Um, so it wasn't a championship match, but um, liked. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at the card. Not the pre-show. Laredo Kid versus Barrett Brown was actually my favorite match of the night. I thought Laredo Kid looked excellent. Uh, Barrett Brown ended up getting the win. Americos is his jobber name in WWE. What did you think of the Cruiserweight match? I liked it. Uh, Laredo Kid took some unbelievably difficult, dangerous bumps. And, um, I mean, he's he's very talented. He's going to go far. Uh, I just think that it was an outstanding match. I, I enjoyed it completely. The tag team open challenge, which was Crimson and Jax Dane with uh, Road Warrior Animal versus uh, Bo Cephas or whatever his name was, and his his crew of Shannon Moore and Ugly Steve or Crazy Steve. Uh, uh, bad th- surprise. Another bad surprise. Just like that Camille woman coming out with Nick Aldis. It's like yeah, you tease a surprise. You you write to be determined, and then that's what you get. When you had James Ellsworth in the building, so you could have had a real star, you know, in that match. He could actually be con- like under WWE contract in the aspect that he couldn't wrestle, you know. Tim Storm, Peter Avalon, Avalon, 
very scrawny man. Uh, and I thought their styles clashed, no pun intended, as Peter Avalon uh, is a lot faster than Tim Storm, doesn't do power moves, and so I just thought it was a poor matchup. Right. I mean, Tim Storm looked fine in it, but like... Oh, Tim Storm looked outstanding in it. Uh, I just don't... These two men did not need to go three matches, in my eyes. This the... was uh, This was two... The fact they squeeze three out of it, they need to, I guess, go on, forget about each other, and move forward. The two four-way matches, Colt Cabana, Sammy Guevara, Scorpio Sky, and Sam Shaw. Uh, I think Sam Shaw sucked. and uh, they, were, they were good for what they, for, what they were for. Yeah, Colt um, Cabana got his comedy in. Uh, Guevara best... did some really good uh, high spots. Uh, Scorpio Sky, I thought, looked the best out of the four, but ended they were up losing. They were there for one reason and one reason only, and that's for Mac uh, and to be in the main event. And so uh, the main event of that of that tournament, I mean. And well, he took on Willie. Willie Mac took on Jay Bradley, Ricky Starks, and Mike Pero in his four way match, which. Uh, I didn't think that match was very good either. Uh, the actual, the actual match between Willie Mack and uh, Sam Shaw was passable, and Willie Mack looked really good and had the crowd behind him. So, kudos to him. The women's tag or the NWA Women's Championship match I thought was really good. It was yeah. essentially a squash match because Pe- Penelope Ford had nothing for Jazz and Jazz. Beating on her neck and stuff, I think, was, is in poor taste. But it was vicious. It was a. It was a brutal match. It was a beating. And yeah. Then, and then Jazz's promo at the end, calling out the men. She wants to be in the men's division. I'd like to see her go for the NWA title. That based be cool. on how Nick Aldis wrestled tonight, I think she's got a chance. And then the, we had the World Heavyweight Championship match. Two out of three falls. Uh. Oh, man, I thought it just started off so slow. I understand it's a long match. They wrestled a really long time. But I do not like those slow starts. And I uh, thought it made sense that Cody tapped out quickly. But then the referees letting them brawl through the crowd. Like, okay, if you guys are going to do that, then why isn't it just no DQ, two out of three falls, or so, or falls count anywhere. Right. Like, just go ahead and alter the rules so that I'm not sitting there screaming at my TV or into a microphone saying, where's the count? Where's the DQ? What are you doing? Like... Yeah. Because, I'm sorry, I mean, rules in wrestling, even though sometimes they don't matter, they need to matter. Because yeah. if you treat this as sport, the rules in sports always matter. As a ref- referee, you know that. Right. So... I really was disappointed with that. I thought that he hit Aldis with the crossroads for the second uh, pin or the second fall, and uh, I thought that was good. But then Aldis started selling his leg for like five a split second, and then just forgot about that, and then ended up uh, winning in a uh, just changed directions of a. What was it, inside it was a, cradle? It, yeah, it was a, well, it was a, was a small, small package. package and he rolls up and one, one, two, and he, yeah, he was able to carry momentum over and roll from his shoulders over to 
to uh, Cody's in one, two, three, and Cody is no longer your NWA champion. And so I um, and I thought it was weird that they played up the women in the match so much when they really didn't do anything. Like they had their spot. They had the one spot where Brandy hopped on Camille's back. That yeah. was it. They had their spot, and that was the whole thing. It was to keep Brandy out of the way of the match. It, it, it was what it was. Let's, let's put it that way. Um, I just thought it was bad booking, especially when all this made a point of, oh, I'm bringing a woman with me, and that's going to be the difference maker or whatever. It wasn't the difference maker. He just won on a fluke. Yeah. So, kind of kind of booked a little poorly for my taste. Overall, though, the show, it was passable because it was only 25 bucks, so I can't really complain that much. There was no commercials, uh, but there was a lot of dead time. There was a lot of audio issues. Cameras were spinning in circles. We had cameramen falling over. We had the ringside interviewer didn't know where to look. She didn't know who the people were. Uh... Cornet should have been used in that capacity since he was the historian and was even heard on mic, you know, complaining about the ringside uh, lady. Yeah. And uh, they, the the legends that did show up, I thought they, you know, Jarrett's promo was pretty short and nothing, you know, it like could have been cut. Like, I mean, yeah. So, but they needed to fill time. So. Uh, so on our rating scale of Hornswoggle Giant Gonzalez, even though this is not an official Retro Wrestling Podcast episode, this is just extra, where would you rank NWA's uh, 70th anniversary? Laredo Kid. Oh, Laredo Kid. That's uh, kind of low. It's kind of... Well, it's kind of... I don't the- mean for it to be the way that is. It was just... it With what... Nothing against in-ring talent. The in-ring talent tonight was outstanding. The uh, production and things, it was just, it had some issues and it had some ups and downs. And we'll put it, with, well, okay, I'm giving it to two people. Laredo Kid, Tim Storm. Okay. So that'll give you kind of an offset as to where I'm where I'm at with it, you know? Yeah. I'm going to give it a crazy Steve because... So we're in the same vicinity. Yeah, because I, I was crazy to have spent $25 on it, but it, at the end of the day, it was just 25 bucks, so... Uh, as far as, you know, the next NWA show that rolls around, though, I really, and I mean, I talked about it when Cody lost the belt, though. It's like, what what is the draw for the next pay-per-view? You know, what star do you have? Like The Crockett Cup, the event itself, is, is the next draw. But that's um, not for another year, though. I mean, true. I just think that it was... And I mean, maybe it wasn't up to Billy Corgan and the NWA. Maybe they had no choice but to. I mean, because Cody was is under contract to other organizations, so he yeah. probably it wasn't up to them because I'm sure they would have liked to have kept him around. But this is the problem the NWA faces right now is they need uh, they need their top guy, almost like when TNA signed Kurt Angle, and he instantly you had that star. That you could ride, you know, and there's currently nothing against the talent, nothing against Nick Aldis. You don't have the star that can draw, you know, you don't have your Ric Flair, yeah. you know. So, if they could get a defector from the WWE, if they could get a Neville 
or somebody like that to sign that could be a star. Uh, or even, you know, he was pretty limited in ring, but big casts, I mean, could be something. Uh, you need a name. And I'm yeah, not, you need not saying Nick Aulis isn't a name. He is a name. You need a fresh name. You need a... You need an... <laughs> fresh matchups. You need an Enzo. You need you well, need a mouthpiece out there that's going to piss people off. That's going to make them. That's going to talk people in seats and, and sell merch and sell merch. And I'm not saying that you know Enzo is the way to go, but I'm saying you you need a name, but you need a talented name as well. You can't just pull anybody. Yeah, and, a great like get for them that they missed out on would have been like a Rey Mysterio or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of others, you know, uh, uh, a good spot for for them. I think I I truly believe a James Ellsworth if they could keep him. No, I'm yeah, serious. but he's I'm not going to be top of the card. No, he's not going to be top of the card. But he's a good. He's a solid. He's got a a following. He's got a name worthy. He's a solid person you have on the card. People are going to be like, I want to go see James Ellsworth. They need a David Arquette, is what they need. I, I would love to see a David Arquette-James Ellsworth match. I'm not going to even lie about that. Well, we might be on our way. So, Patrick, uh, it's your pick, because we suspended picks for this week's episode. I, so. I don't I don't have a pick, to be okay, honest with you. Well, surprise, I will surprise y'all uh, next week. Well, do you want to do, since next week it will be Halloween, would you like to do a Halloween Havoc? Do you want to just do that? We can do Halloween Havoc. That's okay. Great. Which year would you like to do? Well, let's let's well hell we can buy time for a minute. While we're buying time for a minute, um, we'll go ahead and talk. Uh, newsworthy, we lost a true legend. In in this past oh, week, oh yes, Dirty Dick Slater, Dick Slater, away. who un- I mean, a huge name in the NWA, crazy enough to be happening the same week that we're doing, you know, NWA 70. Uh, Dick yeah. Slater. A wild man, though. Had a lot of run-ins with the law. Uh, had a lot of run-ins uh, with other wrestlers. Uh, was uh, living his character on and off screen, I do believe. Dirty Dick Slater. And in fact, when I saw the news of his passing come across Twitter, one of the first things I saw was a mugshot of one of his arrests. So... Uh, Wild Man made it to 67, which for a pro wrestler is actually pretty long, sadly. Um, but teamed with uh, Bunkhouse Buck for a while in WCW, were tag champs. Uh, had to end his in-ring career due to a back injury, uh, but was is fondly remembered. Another one of these, uh, not necessarily a cowboy, but a you know that kind of gimmick, tough guy, southern, dirty. Dirty Dick. I mean, Dirty Dick Slater, and a true, true Smoky Mountain Wrestling Hall of Famer for certain. I mean, this man, as much as I would love to give it to, you know, NWA completely all him. He was WCW. He was Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He was Georgia, Tennessee, Chattanooga area based, and uh, a true guy of ours personally. I mean, a true wrestling legend of our 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 area that we uh, we lost, and it's uh it's very sad. It's very sad. And Dirty Dick Slater, we pull it up on your phone. Dirty Dick Slater is um 
is going to be missed because he's a legend that definitely is uh, not many people could fill a man's shoes like that. And so, um, and who would? Because his shoes probably smelled terrible. <laughs> he was Dirty Dick. So if your name is Dirty Dick, I don't really want to wear any of your clothing. Uh, so yes, rest in peace, uh, Dirty Dick Slater. Uh, feel bad for his kayfabe son, Heath Slater. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, so also in the news, WWE pushing ahead with Crown Jewel. Uh, their solution to this problem was to just simply stop mentioning Saudi Arabia in the promos. Uh, but they're going to go ahead. They're going to go ahead, even though a man was dismembered with a bone saw in the Saudi consulate. A U.S. Uh, citizen, citizen uh, was... Uh, Yes, dismembered by people connected to the Crown Prince, who was essential in bringing the WWE to Saudi Arabia. Going ahead with the show. Uh, Just having... uh, It even got Undertaker booed just a little bit on SmackDown 1000 because he mentioned Crown Jewel. He didn't mention Saudi Arabia because that's, that's the position they've taken. But we've mentioned this with other recent WWE cases like uh, Dr. Fur... The doctor, Chris Simon, with his relationship with the talent they didn't do anything about. And Randy Orton with whipping out his junk, grabbing it, and then offering to shake your hand from years ago. They didn't do anything about that. Yeah. So, it's it's only important to them if, like, main, like super mainstream press gets on them. If, like, ABC News, NBC, if Fox News does a segment talking about... WWE shouldn't go over there. That's the only thing that... Or, like you said, if if they're actually ordered by the government, our government, to not go over there. Yeah. That's, like, the only thing that will stop them. But And it could possibly happen. It really it could. It still could. We're still a couple weeks out, but it looks like it's uh, full, full speed ahead. doesn't even look like the U.S. Uh, is going to do really anything about it. Yeah, not even with sanctions and anything, because Saudi Arabia is our big trade partner in the Middle East. We sell yeah. them a lot of weaponry and we do a lot of uh we we use a lot of their oil. So they're uh an ally. But so, uh but they I mean, do terrible things. The uh I mean and they're and still canceling... plenty there's still plenty of time. That it could be eleven fifty nine, you know, the eleventh hour you know, fifty nine minutes away and they're sitting right, getting ready to say Hey, sorry, U.S. government steps in says, you, you can't do this. We don't want to promote them with any type of our publicity, of our sports, of our entertainment. We don't want anything going on over there. And they could shut them down. This could, and it's a true thing. So it could still possibly really happen. Well, and um, also to play devil's advocate here, though, it, it's like even if you cancel this, they're just going to go back in a year or whatever. So it's like. They're just gonna go back. So. Yeah. And and one, canceling a wrestling show isn't gonna make any change over there. No. So. But you know, you know it's a tough situation. But. I, so have you decided on a Halloween havoc yet? I am. It's Halloween. So. Trick or treat. What's a legendary arena that we love? The MGM Grand. Caesar's Palace. Yes. The MGM Grand Arena. We're gonna go back to. A steel cage match. Or is it the one in Jersey? Which one is it? This is in Vegas. Okay. It's in Vegas. 
we're going to go back to a, uh, a steel cage match. A cage match that I have actually looked forward into seeing this because we have a fan decide that he's going to interrupt the finish and a, a legend, crazy man such as Macho Man Randy Savage decides he's going to climb the cage as well and proceeds to beat the shit out of this fan. This moment alone makes this match worth watching, not to mention the fact that it involves a desperate, desperate, crazy Rowdy Roddy Piper. So, we're going to have a steel cage match, Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan for the WCW World Heavyweight title inside the combined solid steel at Halloween Havoc 1997. All right, Halloween Havoc 97 will be our Halloween episode. That'll do it for this week for the Retro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Intern Alex. I am the one and only, the greatest referee in professional wrestling history, Patrick Young. Saying, as always, my clothesline's a clothesline. Bingo, bingo. Oh, shit.